the pizza party podcast of the new year i'm pan pizza who are you people oh hey it's jim that was Hi, that was, oh. no, I, was, I was like i thought it was like jim nolan me and then guest but is he's back I don't, I don't know everybody just everybody just goes like a bunch of wild fucking animals just pecking out a fucking carcass just well, like I, you, we need to establish what the order i mean do you want to go first jim, i thought jim, i went jim first is like jim is like the fucking leader of the <laughs> wolf pack and he like goes in front of everybody and then rips off the biggest chunk and I then mean, I don't, and then he just that... and then he just leaves the rest of it it's rude if anything I, I he's I, a selfish I, wolf let me go i'm going for i'm the guest ah yes we have a guest who <laughs> yes, are you my name is saber spark yeah no. right Saber, you're new. So the rules are: as soon as you get into a podcast, you find the biggest, baddest podcaster, and then you punch him in the face for oh. dominance. <laughs> All right, yeah. Virtual punches. Who who are you, Saber Sparks? I ask myself that question every morning in the mirror. Uh, no, my name uh, is Saber Spark. I just go by Saber. I have a quote unquote animation YouTube channel, which is. Uh, just me talking about, I mean, I'm still trying to figure it out, but as of late, I've been doing things like the What Ruined series on like Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very fascinated by just cartoons and animated movies, and I've been just chatting about that and having fun with it. Yeah, for someone who hasn't seen one of your videos, which would be the first video to recommend to them? I would definitely say Wet Room Cartoon Network. I had a lot of fun with that one. Funny enough, Jim is a big part of my channel. He helps me do a lot of research, mm-hmm. and he's a good fact checker. So he's got. Yeah. I got the uh, the uh, seal of approval from Jim here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I help. I help write and come up with do research and stuff. Yeah. So. Since you're um since you're experienced in um things that get ruined, I would just like to wonder uh, what ruined the Pizza Party podcast in your opinion. <laughs> it was never good. Oh. Never. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. There's no pizza. As long as uh, we can keep the Emily and Stephanie singing at the end. It doesn't even happen in every podcast. That's literally what ruined it. They, in don't, my opinion. they don't feel like singing all the time, you know? I was listening to a few last episodes, and there's one recently. You're like, I wasn't feeling it. Goodbye. <laughs> just, <laughs> it hurts, it. okay? But I have I have two saved for now, so I can use them whenever, you know? Uh, by the way, so you recently released a video about the Troll Hunter thing on Netflix. Yeah. So, so how does it feel to be a complete sellout? You know, <laughs> pretty good. Why'd you bully poor AJ? Have him come on to your fucking video, and then you just scream over him the whole time. Well, uh, I you was know, like, like what I'm doing right now. I was like, crap, who's online? Uh, AJ's online because you guys weren't <laughs> online. Because sometimes I always I hit online on my <laughs> Skype icon just to see who will talk to me. It's like, uh, ooh, and AJ fell right into my trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You gotta love the careful planning that Rebel Taxi <laughs> is known for. Basically, who's the next person to call me? He's like, congratulations, you're in a new video, yes! But speaking of new videos, uh, the next video is gonna be top 10 worst of 2016 in terms of animation. And then after that, it came possible. The review. Oh, nice. 
What's the worst of anime? Did Norma the North beat Powerpuff Girls? That's what I want to know. Like, I asked a lot of people <laughs> on uh, Twitter and Tumblr, and a lot of people just recommended Norma the North. Yeah, you that, that? I didn't. I, I, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, the fact that it's a Rob Schneider animated movie and it looks straight to video quality says something. I'm, he I'm surprised. Money. I'm surprised it didn't go straight to video. Yeah. It's like so. I can't really remember it that well because I blocked it. <laughs> but um, it was pretty horrendous. It was like, I mean, it was mostly about building uh, real estate in the Arctic. So if you're really into that. Wow. Oh, you know, that's every kid's favorite yeah. subject. Matter. Yeah, kids are always like, I want to learn about gentrification in in the North Pole. I think we all know the only good Rob Schneider movie is Benchwarmers. Isn't that something? Benchwarmers is like the saddest movie. Is hey, it? guys, we're going to show the world how cool we are by beating a bunch of little kids at baseball. <laughs> we're grown adults. Okay, maybe the flaw, the concept with a little flaw, the fact that these grown a little. men... <laughs> these grown men literally have... a bunch of losers touring <laughs> the world beating kids at fucking Little League. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen. And they make it seem like it's like, oh, wow, those guys are so noble and so literally the, when, the, when it, Rob Schneider was revealed to be a bully, the kid is like, I can't believe I ever looked up to you. And I'm just like, are you are you for real? It's oh, Rob Schneider. Yeah. Like, you remember Benchwarmers? When did you see Benchwarmers? I saw it a lot when I was a kid. I remember that um David Spade's brother was like a shut-in and like his character arc was like getting out and seeing the world. This, this sounds like a dark indie movie. This doesn't sound <laughs> no, like Benchwarmers. Did you see a different movie? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider canonically in the bench the Benchwarmers uh mythos, the uh universe. <laughs> he bullied a midget into fucking submission, into making sure he never left his basement ever again. This is a real Whoa. movie. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> he basically became Chris Chan and his mother, I think, was was act the, the actress was also the lady who voiced uh, Mrs. Puff from SpongeBob, I believe. It was. I think, yeah. Who, who's that guy? John Lovitz, I think his name is. He was like uh John Lovitz. <laughs> Yeah, no, there was this thing, like, he was, like, listing off these things that only nerds and sad people do, and he's, like, sitting while he peed, and I felt personally attacked. <laughs> do you sit while you pee? Yes! Well, oh. well sometimes you want to check your phone and just yeah, have the, a the... moment of self-reflection. <laughs> it's, it's, it's superior. It's easier on the prostate. Uh, you get to sit down and, and recuperate. I, I Unless it's a nasty gas station, I'm, I'm going to sit down. Yeah. I, yeah I also, I'm also frequently a sitter. big flopping dicks to aim. I got, like, a little fucking pea shooter. I can't aim that shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> we've mentioned Nolan's dick on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> So, Is that part of the bingo spreadsheet? That's, that's, <laughs> that's one of the TV tropes, I believe. <coughs> no one's dick. TV tropes hasn't been updated in forever, and they say I'm the only sane one, which I don't believe. Yeah, someone please update our TV tropes page, or at least the Pan Pizza TV tropes page. Does the podcast have a TV tropes page? And it's like a, it's like a sub page. Like all of us are characters on the page. Are we? Oh. I, know, I know we have a Wikipedia thing, like a Wikia. Well, all all the wikis that pan, that like Pan fans make are garbage. Well, apparently I have a crush on Larry the, the Cucumber, which I had to Google who Larry the Cucumber was. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Larry the Cable Guy. That's true. Who, who that? I, I actually checked mine and I found it. I actually wrote in my own stuff, but I wanted to make it seem like I was a fan. So, like, I wrote in a part where, I, like, I, I apparently, like, 
uh, I wrote that I, I'm working on a webcomic they'll never release, and I sat at home eating ice cream and crying to myself at night. <laughs> Speaking of uh, dicks and stuff, uh, I, I too also got a UTI. But anyway, but yeah, I, I like the Benchwarmers movie. That was, I mean, that was back when um, the guy who played Napoleon Dynamite had a career. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. when he, uh, Burger King commercials. Well, now yeah. all he does is he makes, he plays uh, Napoleon Dynamite parodies. And cartoons. Yeah. So, like, yeah. literally in the same month, Ben 10 Omniverse did an episode where he was, uh, like, Clyde 5, which is just Napoleon Dynamite, but Ben's cousin. And then the same week, <laughs> it was uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles aired, and they had uh, the, the, the the frogs, the Napoleon frogs, the the, the ones all named after emperors or, uh, or um, yeah. conquerors. And Napoleon the Frog was played by Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, uh, do you remember the movie oh. Monster House, where uh, there was that guy that they go to the to the arcade and it was oh, just Bill yes. Hader playing himself? <laughs> no, it, or John Hader. John Hader, Hader, yeah. Whatever, yeah, no, but it's the only time he doesn't look like Napoleon Dynamite because they built like this fat guy. It was like, yeah, because all the other times in all the other movies he was in, he was just Napoleon Dynamite, and then in Monster House they actually made him look like a stoner and although he gave the same performance yeah so. right, right same right. with um surfs up that penguin movie he, he was that yeah. chicken stoner who talked like napoleon there was this uh dane cook um comedy took place inside a shopping mart or uh, like a walmart sort of place and it had pedro oh, playing himself just oh, pedro. pedro what was his big movie with will ferrell what was that that was oh, like his oh, biggest oh, Blades glory, of glory. Yeah. yeah, that was that was as big as he ever got, because <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that did pretty well. I think well, Napoleon like was a- like the that comedy wave was you know that was a trend that was a wave. I remember in high school when it came out and like people were like, oh yeah, Napoleon Dynamite's the thing. Give me your tots, and then it just went away. <laughs> Everyone had yeah. a vote for Pedro T-shirt. Everyone was quoting yeah. it. <laughs> Uncle, uh, no, uh, there was a, a Burger King commercial recently with their cheesy tots. And they, this is rock bottom. Uh, <laughs> you had um, Napoleon and Pedro at the table, like, give me your tots. And, and he was like, recreating that scene from the movie and i'm like oh shit they are out of money <laughs> like <laughs> well, well either they're out better. of they're out of money or they like cheesy tots for both <laughs> well did you guys remember that uh fox decided to like after like five oh. years release a, a napoleon dynamite cartoon <laughs> i forgot about that yeah i forgot no, about that was that. The no but they one. that was literally that was literally mid-season filler that was yeah, they, yeah. they had no intention of making that an actual series they just wanted to put something in between time slots yeah. and they were like, let's just do this. Oh, it was on in 2012. That's yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Last, last, yeah. Six, six, ep- episodes. six episodes. And it's right up there with Fox's other great six episode shows like, uh, Alan Gregory. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. No, but like one of the funniest things I remember from the Napoleon dynamite crisis was on my local TV station back in Wisconsin. So oh, seen I remember this. this. I remember yeah, this. Sorry. I told this, but, uh, it was. It, I'll bring it up again. It was this um, news story where this kid could do a spot on Napoleon Dynamite impression, and it's just this whole news story about it. And then the news anchor is like, "But how long will his popularity last?" <laughs> and it was this foreboding, like creepy note to end the story on. And I'm like, "Damn, the kid's watching that. He's gonna like die." <laughs> It's <laughs> like they literally say in the in the in like the news story he was not popular before this happened. Oh, oh. 
Oh, I bet he got <laughs> beat up like the next gonna be week. Gone. Damn. Real quickly, talking about I guess falling from grace. Okay, you all know who Brendan Fraser is, right? Oh no, that's yes. we're gonna bring that up. Oh no. No, oh, poor Brendan Fraser. My heart breaks for him because, like, uh, Credit Call did a video. He's been doing some videos about that, where he's like talking about how amazing Brendan is. And there was a video in particular where Brendan, I guess, got some role on this show, and he was being interviewed by AOL.com. <laughs> and, and in the interview, they showed a clip from the show that didn't even feature Brendan. And so he's just sitting there awkwardly being like, yeah, I guess I'm in this. And it looks like he's on the verge of crying. And the oh, comments wow. were cracking me up because they're like, should should we start a GoFundMe for him? <laughs> well, I, I feel like what happened, because I watched, uh, I caught Blast from the Past a couple, uh, like just on TV a couple weeks ago. And when I was watching, it was like, you know, it's kind of commendable because he just commits so heavily to any of his roles. But I think he was when he did the mummy and stuff, that kind of was the beginning of the end because he's like a character kind of comedy actor. And like he had the looks, I guess, to be a lead, but he he isn't really a lead. And so it kind of crumbled because no one's going to be like, Brendan Fraser is in a movie. Let's go. Like <laughs> he doesn't have that potential, you know, but like if he's in a movie, like think of George of the Jungle or Encino Man, like he commits so heavily. It's like kind of amazing, like. His his performances, I'm like, wow, you just went all in. Like, you didn't give a shit. And I kind of like that about him. But I think he just, like, he did maybe the wrong career path because I don't know if, like... Well, he should have been a baker or something? Or, or, like, he shouldn't have been a, the lead in the Mummy movies as much because I think he couldn't be leads in... Like, what were leads of other movies that aren't comedies, that aren't Mummy movies, that anybody liked him in, you know? Mm-hmm. I like, like Bedazzled. He was getting scrubs. Oh, I did like Bedazzled. Oh, I forgot about that, Izzy. Damn. George of the Jungle. Like action, my guys. Yeah, but, that's true. It's still comedy. So, but he was a lead in it. Yeah. My my favorite thing about the third Mummy movie was there's a scene where um they're chasing, like the I guess, the Dragon Emperor through the streets. And they shoot a rocket launcher. And it hits, like, a, a San Francisco uh, trolley. And it explodes, and like you just see people jumping out of it on fire. <laughs> like somehow these people survive being shot with a rocket launcher in this tiny compact room, but they had to get a PG thirteen rating somehow, so they survived. Yeah, of course. Body parts yeah. flying everywhere. It was excited for the Tom Cruise Mummy reboot. Yeah. Oh. Wait, did you see that trailer that came yeah, out? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Oh, the the the, the, the trailer. <laughs> yeah, with just the some of the sound effects. Yeah. And you just hear people going <gasps> Yeah. I'll link to it below, but basically IMAX accidentally released uh, a trailer of the new Tom Cruise Mummy movie without like the music in the background, so you just hear just people it just feels eerily quiet. Well, you hear like the copy paste of Tom's screamer goes Although the movie itself, it's like, again, already? The Mummy reboot? It got so many views. I'm like, do this many people care about this? It's not like the Mummy Brendan Fraser movies. It's trying to be the universal horror movie. Oh, yeah. So it's like, so it's a different reboot, you guys. Yeah. It's not. One day that cinematic universe is going to happen. I mean, they've been tr- they've been trying to because what's it? The Dracula Untold was the first one, yeah, and now the Mummy's this one, and uh, Russell Crowe's in it as somebody as oh, is he's Doctor Jekyll or or Mister Hyde or whatever, and then they're all going to combine and have a big team up movie eventually. So, 
that uh, Dracula Untold movie. Yeah. Uh, the, the visual effects director for the opening credits came to the school I teach at. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I was really shocked about how much of it was practical effects versus like digital CGI stuff. Hmm. So like uh, they had like literally no um, actual and they couldn't get the main actor <laughs> to appear in it. So like they, they just digitally like edited his face onto a stand in. And uh, it's insane. They basically, uh, it's a camera like zooming in a bunch of different like uh, semi like super slow motion, almost freeze frame like pieces of people like telling the story of the history of uh, Dracula. And um, so they they built a CG camera going through the whole set. And then uh, with that information from the CG set, they had this crane that no matter what, every time it went through this track, it would go through the exact same way, through the exact same speed. So they could record... Um, the same green screen like area with like 15 different like options like different layers so like you know oh just this one guy this time oh just these people this time so they had like a bunch of layers where they could like kind of like move people around if they need to and stuff like that and uh, it was really awesome (laughs) like I haven't seen the movie but the opening cinematics I I know everything about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah because sometimes you you just hear about how awesome an intro to a movie is, but you don't actually watch it. There's been a couple of movies like that. Yeah. Although I always like when there's some sort of comic book intro to something like Tank Girl or... Uh... Oh, actually, did you ever see the movie Ghost Ship? No. For the the There's two. There's one from the 40s, but that not that one, the newer one. And the opening sequence, like, if I ever see it's coming on, I'll watch it because... Uh, I mean, should I tell everyone what it is? or No one's going to yeah, see Ghost Ship. Okay, so... I think. Okay, right? so... Uh, maybe I don't know, is but the like a spoof movie. No, it's 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 like a haunted ghost ship movie. But basically, you see the ship like in the forties or fifties or something, and everyone's dancing and everyone's fine. And then you know how like they're those like steel like beam things, like wires yeah, that hold this. up stuff. Uh, yeah, okay. So then the this one of the steel rope things breaks and literally cuts everybody in the dance in half. But it cuts them in half so they're still holding on to one another. And then, like, everyone's fine. And then suddenly they all start, like, falling apart. And it's, like, all this gore and, like, body parts. And, like, you know, somebody's, like, torso falls off their legs or their arm falls off. It's, like, like so gross and disgusting. And I was like, holy shit, I'm so in for this movie. And the rest <laughs> of the movie sucks and isn't oh. as good. But, like, if you can see the beginning of Ghost Ship, I really didn't even do it justice. It's, like, so good. <laughs> It, it is pretty awesome. I don't. It's, I don't think I watched the whole movie, but I remember seeing that part. Like it was yeah, on that, like TV or something. That sucks because other people starred and mainly shot this whole other movie, and no one remembers that. They just remember everyone getting cut in half in the first <laughs> two minutes. I only know that movie because the posters. The posters tagline was "See Evil." But it's C spelled with S E A, ocean. Oh, oh, oh I, I remember that. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> but Saber, yes. What do you, what videos do you have upcoming? Oh, uh, well, I'm working on a uh, another What Ruins. I've been doing some research for that. It is What Ruins Saturday Morning Cartoons. Um, and I talked to Jim about this uh, over yeah. a month or so ago about like, should we even like talk about it? Cause it seems pretty simple, like internet, but the more we dig, the more we kind of discover oh, the whole FCC thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more to it. And, and there's a ton of history. Like that's one of the things about my videos 
is uh, I, a lot of people who leave comments, you're like, video starts at 1822, where I actually talk about the what room <laughs> portion of it. I'm like, yeah, that's fine, as long as you keep your ad block off. No. But, um, it's... <laughs> but I feel like a lot of the history is like, uh, it has an impact on, on the here and now. You know, it wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the events that led up yeah. to it. And yeah. for Saturday morning cartoons, it's it's it starts all the way back in the 1950s, and and uh, and I'm a sucker for a good history lesson, so um, I'm <coughs> yeah, excited I'm for that. that. Yeah. yeah. Also, I don't think we really need Saturday morning cartoons anymore because that was back when we didn't have like 24 hour cartoon yeah. channels all the time. We're yeah. spoiled nowadays. We have so an access to information technologies everywhere at your fingertips. Well, it'll be yeah, hard so. to. It'll be hard to explain to a kid that when I was a kid and woke up for Saturday mornings, I would literally wake up way too early and sit through like a paid advertisement for some weird shampoo that came from Finland or something. And I would just sit there and be like, but I have to watch when it starts, like when Saturday morning starts. And then you'd watch the syndicated cartoons that were not officially part of the block of the Saturday morning cartoon. And then I'd even do that for Sunday morning cartoons, which was cartoons that... Like, nobody cared about Sunday morning cartoons. Because we were at church, Jim. Oh, uh, I didn't go to church. You son of a I actually only went to church. My mom only made me go to Sunday school when I was, like, really bad. So, I didn't... <laughs> so, like, so I'd be in there, and they'd be like, like, why'd you suddenly decide to go? And I'd go, oh, because uh, my mom said I had to. Because I was really... Because they, like, you know, burned the carpet or, or something. And they're like, well, what do you normally do on Sunday? And go, oh, there's like this Robin Hood cartoon that I'm like really into. And they're like, look at me, like, what? And I was I like, imagine that the child Jim has the same voice as adult Jim. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Same mannerisms. Yeah, there's kind of a cartoon I'm into. I, actually, when I went, I went when I was a teenager, my mom made me go. And I was like 15, and I'd seen the movie Midnight Cowboy. And this guy who was teaching wore a, a cowboy hat and for some reason i decided to keep pestering about the movie midnight cowboy which by the way is like not appropriate is like the only x-rated movie to win best picture uh, which is re- it's a really good movie uh but i kept asking him like questions i was like so how many times have you seen midnight cowboy he's like just 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 once anyway so jesus i go another question so dustin hoffman in midnight cowboy what did you <laughs> think of his performance and he, like, he was like getting more and more annoyed <laughs> that this 15 year old was bringing up a movie that he should not have even known about and like kept going like could we stop could we just talk and then i think after that my mom was like they hate you you're not going back so <laughs> but that's like that's like the defining jim moment that's like when jim has his own movie like it's literally like it's just a, a dolly shot of like the teacher writing on the chalkboard and then they ask the question and then it's like a shot of this kid raising his hand in the air and they're like, yes, Jim. And then like it pans down and it's Jim and then you just ask the question. <laughs> that's like how they that's how you get introduced in your movie. Oh, the movie? Yeah, the pre-credit sequence. Oh, yeah. cool. I hope I hope it's good. I hope they get somebody good to play me. <laughs> Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser. Oh. I was I was hoping they get Zach Efron. They just dye his hair red. And I can yeah. that would that I, would actually work. No shit. I could pretend I'm I'm like Zach Efron ripped for a little bit. <laughs> It'll work. Well, if, if you're executive producer, I think you get to make that call. Oh, cool. Well, I want to get. I'd like at least an associate producer credit. But you guys want to get into the news? Oh what? boy. Okay. <laughs> this is CNN. 
news. First, we have the Fan Chunk playlist. If anybody has any YouTube videos related to Rebel Taxi or the podcast, uh, email them to me at rebeltaxi at yahoo.com, and I'll put them in the YouTube playlist link below. And we Challenge. Have G- Challenge. Huh. I want to see someone submit stuff where it's the podcast, but everyone but Pam and the artwork. <laughs> just, just, just so I can see if you would actually put that in your videos. <laughs> it's like what the fu- well if i put it in the video people are like who are these people like there, there's gonna be people who don't watch the podcast or like who are these people with this fan art that's why i never put any low-key irl fan art in the uh fan art things because it's mm-hmm. like they don't know this well why don't you wait pan isn't that like a really good opportunity to advertise your webcomic like well, i guess so if you show why the fan you art advertise your webcomic more and then immediately oh. afterwards being like, check out, you know, like basically make your own commercial in between your commercial breaks. Yeah. I mean, I think I thought about that, but it's like, I'm not satisfied with episode two. Episode three, it'll, I'll get it right. It's, it's, it's going to stand on its own. Sure. You'll all see Loki IRL issue three. It'll, it'll work this time. That's a really bad business decision. And I think you're being very insecure. Okay. Well, <laughs> one in episode, like... It, Okay, first off, well, with issue two, you kind of need to watch issue, read issue one to understand it, sort of. But issue three is going to be standalone, so it's like, people can jump into this one and it'll be fine. It's like a pilot episode of a show. Yeah. No, pilot one's usually the first one. Don't you <laughs> well, know anything? I thought you were reviewing well, part two. Well, not all t- TV cartoons go through the origin the first episode, you know? They save well, that for like season five or whatever i feel like that it's more common now for the pilot episode to be the first episode but like back in the day it was usually the second episode was the pilot episode yeah, uh, because because yeah. the executives wanted to see what the show would be like a normal like production schedule oh, right. I, I know i know that's as early as ben 10 because i know in ben 10 the second episode is the first one so if you ever notice they reintroduce the characters like in a like uh a finite way uh, in the second episode, it's because that was the first time the, they were animated. Or even, hmm. I think, regular show did the one where it's, like, their first day, but it's, like, season two, and half oh, yeah. the animation looks different in certain <laughs> scenes than others. And you're yeah. like, what's going on? Like, why would you air this now? But it kind of works better for the because fl- it gets you more into the flow just more naturally, if you do it right, I guess, you know? Yeah. So... That reminds me, like, I was gonna, I'm reviewing Kim Possible, and I noticed, like, there's several episodes where, um, you can tell that they're out of order, because, like, I'm watching these on in order according to the iTunes and DVD rips and stuff, <laughs> but, like, there's some episodes where the principal has, like, blondish hair, and other episodes where he has brown hair, and they keep switching back and forth, and there's times where it's like, who's this guy? Oh, that's Dr. Draken. he's wanted criminal i I gotta throw something in there so uh i was on co and i saw this thread about like cartoon food and one of the pictures this one post was the naco and i'm like holy shit that has to be like a choking hazard because you got a tortilla with like nacho chips wrapped or you know and with cheese and i'm like you're gonna choke on that chip if you bite that thing i don't know it just wasn't very practical it bothered me is there any cartoon foods you would actually eat Yes, uh, those little meat sticks from Dragon Ball, uh, <laughs> or uh, anything from you know Miyazaki. Uh, yeah, Miyazaki food. Like, how could you not mention that? It looks better than real food. It, it does. does. I mean, I would turn into a, a pig by eating all that food. I was like, I would totally do <laughs> oh, that. No. Just an American buffet. 
if anybody remembers the Comedy Central show Moonbeam City, the super 80s one, there was this one hot dog called the Glitter Dog, and it looks fucking amazing. It's like this weird transparent plastic hot dog with that's pink and glittery, and it's like, there's no way that could ever be edible, but it looks delicious. Send me a picture, I want to see it. Yeah. I will when uh, after this. Yeah, but uh, now we can get into the news. This is CNN. So, that Spider-Man cartoon on Disney XD, it's over. Now we got a new one called... Well, we don't know what it's called, but it's going to feature S- Peter Parker, Spider-Gwen, and Miles Morales. It's a three... It's a... I don't know, superhero group with Spider-Man. It's the three other, the two other Spider-Mans. Why not include Spider-Ham? Yeah. Spider-Ham? Yeah, the most important Spider-Man figure in the universe. Wait, is, it, is, Spider- it, is it so they can have a, two Spider-Man shows on at once? Is that the real idea? I think they're going to cancel one and replace it with this, pretty sure. Which I will yeah. never forgive Ultimate Spider-Man for replacing spectacular spider-man yeah i think i I think no one liked it Mm -hmm. well i mean even if even if it wasn't replacing spectacular spider-man let's be real ultimate spider-man isn't very good there is so much okay so from a design standpoint i can't stand it because like spectacular spider-man if you if you looked at the two spectacular and ultimate and you go, which one is the more comedy-based show where it, it pulls Elizabeth McGuire and the character stops real time? You know, that, that's the the thing that uh, Saved by the Bell character does. The, mm-hmm. the, the freeze ability where he stops and talk, <laughs> breaks the fourth wall. You would yeah. not choose Ultimate Spider-Man. You'd be like, no, that's the more serious one. Its design does not fit being a, such a comedy-based show in comparison to, say, like Spectacular Spider-Man, which is more loose and cartoony in design. But it takes – like it, it respects the audience. Spectacular. Yeah. Even in like season two, episode like ten, Ultimate Spider-Man still going. Hey, I'm Peter Parker. I'm secretly Spider-Man. I'm like you. You think the audience is too stupid to learn by season two <laughs> that they, these two characters are the same? You have to address it still. But now that era is over, and we got a new Spider-Man cartoon with a girl Spider-Man and a black Spider-Man. I mean, this this might be Disney because they've long said they want Miles Morales to be big enough that they can have him have his own movie but i know they have like they have sanctioned kind of things on the spider-man movies where it has to be peter parker he has to be straight like all this weird st- like like i've i think that that came out in the sony hack and stuff mm-hmm. so i think uh trying to do a miles morales cartoon sounds like what marvel's wanted to do which is free up the character and use the miles morales interpretation uh eventually and like probably like 10 to 20 years. It's kind of like the long game of letting the kids growing up now having their Spider-Man be Miles Morales. And so then when they're like a little older, they can make a Miles Morales movie. Theoretically, yeah. you know, yeah, that's kind of what they're doing. That is that Donald Glover can't be Spider-Man if it's like 20 years in the future. <laughs> I know, actually. I know. That that does bug me. Uh, well, actually, Donald Glover got to play Miles Morales in Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, there was an episode where he, he guest starred yeah. as Miles. I know he's in the new Spider-Man Homecoming, but apparently a lot of people have brought up oh. no one knows what he's like who he's playing. It's uh, Miles. I mean, Miles no one per hour, yes. No one the knows Tales movies happening. No one no one knows. I think he has something to do with Vulture. Um, but I've heard that from a bunch of journalists who keep saying like who is he playing and it's a little weird that no one knows. 
and he it was such a high profile hire. So it might be nothing, or it, it might be something. It's probably um, Childish Gambito plays at the the, the homecoming party. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be oh. that would be funny. Like they just oh. have one shot of him with the vulture, and they're like, "That's fine. We'll just to throw people off." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, on top of that, the Childish Gambino like plays the end credits. Well. Done. Fixed it. There you go. I know nothing of these Spider-Man characters. Who? What? What the heck? Spider Gwen. Deadpool. <laughs> That's Isn't oh. That okay. Gwenpool is that a different character? <laughs> no, Spider. Like, uh, no, no. Wait, I'm thinking of Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is the female Deadpool in the. Uh, <laughs> right. Now, like the fourth wall breaking thing. Does Spider Gwen break the fourth wall? I don't remember. Uh, All I know is her awesome. Her costume's awesome. Yeah, it is. So I guess other news. Despicable Me 3 starring Trey Parker as the villain of that movie. Ugh. Happy birthday to you! <laughs> Watching that trailer is like learning your older brother figure is as full of shit as your parents are. <laughs> it was like... Maybe he, <laughs> maybe he did it for his kids. I was just like, I was like, every time I watch that trailer, I'm like, a part of me dies. Knowing that, like, every time you're like, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they'd never sell out, except for basketball or something. And then I see him in Despicable Me 3, and I'm like, there's no way. This just sucks that he's in this. I just, I don't know. Oh. I don't, I don't think it's that yeah. bad, Jim. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, you're old. I have not seen the trailer. That's, it's time. It's time, Pan. You know the clip to break out. Fuck, you're old. Yay. Oh, the, the, the Deadpool thing. Yes, my, my girlfriend, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I just I, yeah, yeah, your girlfriend. <laughs> good one, Pan. She's, she's, That's a good one. 20, so hey, it... hey, audience, audience, laugh it up here. Laugh it up. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Would that really settle? <laughs> Pan's a loser. There's still a chance. It's a new year, Pan. You, you wait. Yeah. We'll be fine. Wait, 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 wait. There's still a chance you could date a fictional character? Well, the act. Okay, well, not the actress, but. VR. You know. Virtual reality. Hey, no. no. We had to explain this to Nero's Q. We're not explaining this again. <laughs> what are we explaining? I was contacted right. by Nero's, by the way. Oh, oh. what? Yeah, yeah, he sent me an email, and he was like, I went, because um, cause I watched his videos and, and your podcast with them, and the entire deal with the Powerpuff Girls and stuff, and, uh, like, uh, a month ago, I got an email from him, like, it was long, and he's like, I, basically, I want you to watch the Powerpuff Girls and reconsider, because I made a Powerpuff Girls video, too, and, and I just didn't even reply, I'm like, I'm like, I was honored that he emailed me, I'm like, oh, it's Nero's, yeah, uh, but, I'm like, I'm not, but I'm not going to, like, pursue this or anything because he messaged he messaged you just to say hey can you watch the show please yeah he's like it was i give him credit he sounded pretty genuine (laughs) and it wasn't like he was insulting me or anything he was just saying like yeah you should watch the show the episodes are good now and i'm like i no i'm good does he does he write for them or work for powerful (laughs) (laughs) like that's what i'm starting to think like he's secretly the pr team like, that he still cares about this thing that even everyone who hated it moved on from. He's still like, no, it's a good show. I won't let this go. Like, oh, my God. 
Like the the, the Powerpuff Girls need to like invite him to like Cartoon Network and let him visit the cast and crew and whatever. And, and they'll they'll be like, "Look, dude, we don't even think this is good." And go, "No, I'll show you the episodes." Come on, guys, you I, gotta believe. Love, we gotta no. we gotta bring the band back together. I like to think it's like a perfect blue situation where he's like the creepy stalker and then the Powerpuff Girls are like the hallucinations that yeah. talk to him like, yeah, yeah, online bully these people, Neros. Come on, you can do it. I love you. <laughs> and it just and it, he's just bathed by the glow of his computer screen and nothing else. Oh. And he's just breathing heavily like. <sighs> oh. oh, my God. Let's start a petition or something like get Nero's cue a visit to Cartoon Network so he can meet the cast and crew. <laughs> Nero's buddy, you know, if you're I... listening to us right now, please. Um, We'll start up this petition <clears throat> and get you there. We promise. <laughs> Yes, we, we I'm, I'm kind of serious because like he's been through some hard times. So it's like, let let him, someone at Cartoon Network, contact him. Let him have his time to shine. Yeah, but also let... please explain the difference between actors and their characters first. Oh. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. You guys don't actually save the world before bedtime? <laughs> that might take a good 20 minutes. So just to have a good block of time. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. What would be the best way to introduce the idea, the concept that actors and characters aren't the same person by having him finally voice a character on the show? Oh my gosh, it would be like the Wally T episode of Teen Titans Go, the show I watch. Wait, who's Wally T? Yeah. You should have been watching Teen Titans Go like I do to know who that is. (laughs) But basically there was a, I think it was a -A Make-A-Wish episode where some the Teen Titans brought over some little kid to be in an episode. And although he doesn't talk within the episode, but they're just like, Wally T's just very judgmental towards the Titans saying, yeah, you guys are suck compared to the other Titans. But there's a scene where um, they're, they're trying to figure out what Wally likes and they put him in front of a TV screen showing like the best of clips of Teen Titans go. And he's just, and he has like a dial saying yes or no, if he likes it or not. But the one that gets the most yeses is, is the scene where Raven is dancing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> where, I remember this. Where it's clear this kid is, like, thirsting for some Raven. It's like, wow, that could be me. <laughs> Damn. You know, I feel bad because um, uh, occasionally I'll, I'll catch up with My Little Pony. And that's a show that does a lot of the Make-A-Wish Foundation requests where they'll have, like, voices on the show. And I feel bad because, like, watching the show, because the show has, you know, decent voice acting. And then you just hear this awful voice come out, and I'm like, oh, make a wish. And then after the episode, I find out, it's like, oh, yeah, there it is, make a wish. Which, Aww. it's cool, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, I'm just saying that, and I think, I think it's sweet of them to do it, but it's it's pretty obvious. Uh, <laughs> if anything, it shows you the hard work voice actors have to go through to perfect their art. Oh, this reminds me of... A long time ago when Car- uh, Kids Next Door was still going, there was a contest saying, hey, you could be in an episode of Kids Next Door. And that, that they ran that contest, and it was like a year later when we finally saw the results. And I don't know, there's this episode where they're escorting like the, the school president on a school bus, and they say, is the, is the outside clear? And some some random kid is just looking outside and gives a thumbs up saying it's clear and they drive off in the bus and that kid shows up again to give a thumbs up at the screen it's like yep i can tell that's a freaking cameo by that one kid that has to be that contest from a year ago like i was waiting for that contest to pop up and it's like i know it's that that's it right there yeah but what are we oh yeah despicable me three i like steve crow i like Gru. um 
it's not going to be terrible, but it's not going to be great. That's yeah, my I mean, prediction. I, I, I like the first one. I was okay with the second one. I don't. I don't really care about this third one. I mean, I I like the the Despicable Me movies. All right. I was just disappointed to see. Like, I never thought Trey Parker would do like a. 80s dancing supervillain. I was just like very like surprised that because they the only thing they've really done that's not directed or written by them is basketball and they did that because of the director involved and that they just signed on for before because of Cannibal the musical not because of South Park. So I was just surprised that he would do it. I'm not like I don't know. I need to get over it. So I'm sure I will by the if- time. It comes out. If you look, if you look up pictures of Trey Parker on Google, he always looks miserable. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. it now. <laughs> it's, it's. Oh God, you're right. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the podcast image a picture of Trey Parker. <laughs> because he, he, I mean, it sounds like he's just kind of stuck in this thing where, like, he can I'm make tired. a ton of money for the rest of his life doing the show. But I'm, I've gotten the impression they've been sick of it, like, a lot of times. I'm, I'm sorry we put in storylines, please. We'll go back to episodic next season. Just leave us alone. Oh, we don't want to make this show anymore. So I just watched the trailer, and man, it's really weird to hear Kyle's dad. Yeah. In Despicable Me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, next bit of news. Did anybody see the movie Sing? Yes, I did. I watched the trailer. That's pretty much good enough, right? Creators of Despicable Me and Minions. The lady in aisle six. That was awesome. Sing. Okay, what you think of a gym? Uh, you know, for for illum- not to make this the gym shits on illumination podcast, but Do it, um, Do it. uh, it it was it's fine. It's just very illumination where it's very like. Uh, kind of like corporately approved kind of fun movie, but it's good in that you know I don't I don't hate it. Did you like? Did you you like the Scarlett Johansson character? Didn't you? Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> Fuck you. Did you? <laughs> yes, the uh, porcupine punk girl. Shut up, everyone, please. Sorry, <laughs> but um, I like how the movie was mostly just characters just hanging around, do just doing what they normally do throughout their day. Yeah, I, I Although, think, well, what were you going to say, sir? Oh, uh, Lou Toons pointed out in his review, um, they didn't really, there was really no sense of unity at the end. You know, like they never did a song together. The, these characters were never interacting with one another. Like they're all kind of separate, you know? Yeah, that's that's true. I, I thought it was weird. I mean, the one thing I like about Illumination is they know how to cast their celebrity voices. Like everyone was well cast, but I... I um, which I kind of liked. It was like it gave them more distinct personalities, and although I accepted Seth MacFarlane in this, I guess that's their new thing: is get people who do uh, non-family friendly cartoons to do them. You know, like Louis. <laughs> well, I guess Louis C.K. in Secret Life of Pets. I think I like Secret Life of Pets more though. It was mm. a bit stronger. Yeah. Um, all I all I know is that I fucking hate all of the animal designs. Every single mm. one of them. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they're all pretty. I'm like that 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 elephant. I'm looking at images now. That elephant one looks really awful. Yeah, oh, well, the I, elephant. I like... The elephant was yeah. weird because it's not Ariana Grande, and I thought it was until I got home and was like, "Wait, that's who's? I don't even know who that person is who voiced it." But then, what's confusing is Ariana Grande has a song on the soundtrack 
of Sing, and then has someone casted in the movie who s- sings just like her. So it was very confusing, that whole thing. Ouch, that's got to be insulting. You're not good enough for the rip-off Pixar movie. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> well, the trailer was more than enough for me. Uh, I-, I loved how, during the trailer, the gorilla dad's like, how do I end up with a son like you? And not even ten seconds later, he's like, that's my son! That's my son! It's like, well, there you go, resolved. Okay, I mean, that that is pretty much that whole arc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, what they should have done is they should have done the Dead Poet Society route, where where the the dad is like, "I'm sending you to fucking remedial criminal school," and then the son just stares out of his bedroom window, grabs his dad's pistol, and just fucking kills himself. Jesus, <laughs> this, this ain't that kind of movie. <laughs> Nolan, Harambe 2.0, bringing back a dead meme. Did you did you see that? SNL Dead Poet Society skit where they do the oh captain my captain and kids stand up on the desks and then there's a ceiling fan and one kid gets decapitated <laughs> and like blood goes everywhere. I was oh. I was th- I thought you were gonna say they just the desk one of the desk like crumbles but that's a lot better. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like really good serrated ceiling fans. I think yeah yeah I, I'm I'm bringing up a lot of decapitation this episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I enjoyed the movie. I, I liked it better than Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. It's like an enjoyable movie. It's just like Illumination never aspires for anything more than what they do. And I guess that's fine, you know. Yeah. That, that never... studio is literally the embodiment of my work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. That's Nolan. That's the meanest thing you've ever said. Sorry. That was mean. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great movie. <laughs> I mean, like, Secret Life of Pets was the same story as Toy Story 1 and 2. No, yeah, it's very predictable in that. But Sing's the same way. I mean, Sing's, like, that movie's been done a million times before. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, that's... I mean, they're very good at what they do, but it's just, like, it's kind of, like, in this animation climate, it's kind of like, okay, so you guys are going to be the ones who sell lots of DVDs and... Or, I guess... Mm -hmm. Not Make DVDs. Some money. Yeah, I guess yeah. Sell lots of merchandise and have Kmart specials and stuff. That's like good at <laughs> Kmart specials. We're like, you know, I don't really go to Kmart that much, but like, like when you know they have like a big display and Kmart's like, hey, buy Sing and you know, Sing's a movie that I will watch on a flight. Uh, that's yeah. It. Yeah, I actually watched Utopia on a flight. Oh, what was that like? That's a good movie. I was going to California to see all my friends, and they offered free movies, and I watched that in the live-action Attack on Titan movie. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but the funny thing was, um, the Attack on Titan movie was censored, half like half censored, and what I mean by that is all the <laughs> gore, the violence was not censored, but all of the language was. There was a line in the movie that of this like soldier saying, "This is hell," but instead the subtitles read, "This is heck." Wow. <laughs> as he's getting his head ripped off or something, right? Oh. You no, know, as as people are getting like eaten and brutally like massacred, he says this heck. I thought you okay. meant to oh. put little blur marks over like the crotches of the Titans or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't censor the violence at all. Like you see Aaron getting eaten by a Titan and like going down his esophagus, like half his leg chopped off, and glorious like three sixty plane screen. <laughs> <laughs> What so, the fudge? The, the, the subtitle's not matching up to what it says because they censored it. I remember um, 
a very immature child that was watching um, Rooney Kitchen. Like I was really young, and I, I found the Samurai X DVD, and uh, the the subtitles are separate. Like they're the Japanese <laughs> translated subtitles, not the audio impaired subtitles. Mm-hmm. And like in the audio clip, it's a curse word. I think it was like heck or hell or something. But then like uh, in the subtitle, it was like you little shit. And, and like I, I remember as a kid finding that like fucking hilarious that like it wasn't even the same cuss word, but it was a different one. And for whatever reason, like that, that blew my mind because I was like, that's not even close to what they're actually saying. <laughs> but I didn't know subtitles or anything like that or, you know, Japanese. But that reminds me in Suicide Squad when uh, skeleton guy Diablo, like he at the very end, he says, Estas chingadwe, which translates out to you're fucked, man. But they the subtitles for that scene says you're screwed, man. <laughs> so close enough. But uh, next topic, Rogue One, oh, a Star Wars story. Let's do this. Trust the Force. In ten days. This is our chance to make a real difference. Are you with me? All the way. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Rogue One spoilers. Skip to one hour, 10 minutes, 50 seconds. Skip to one hour, 10 minutes, 50 seconds. All right, did anyone see Rogue One? I did. I I also did. Are you guys excited for Rogue Two? So you didn't see Rogue (laughs) One? (laughs) Well... Yes, I saw it, you know. Well, well, but you, you sounded, what, you sounded I'm just asking. I'm just asking when's Rogue 2 coming out, you know? Like, did they announce Rogue 2 yet? I, I want to see these characters and other things, you know? Did you did you leave the theater early? Or? Yeah, hey, so <laughs> Rogue 1 is about how they kill, they, they got the Death Star plans and wanted to kill Vader or something. Yeah. So, yeah, how was it? Uh, I, I mean, I enjoy it, but I don't think it was as... Cat as friendly as Force Awakens, as mm-hmm. welcoming. It's kind of more of a let's do the mission type of movie. So, okay, that's something up. I'm no I'm serious. Like it's like uh, I, I there's some characters who I cared for. I like the robot. Uh, I liked uh, Asian blind guy Jedi dude, but like I just felt like there's so many unnecessary characters in this movie. And I don't know. I just didn't really care. I didn't care about the characters. I didn't really care about the first two acts. The third act was great with the battle, only because that was eye candy. I, I I'm a sucker for a good space fight. But uh, I'm and a lot of books are getting bent out of shape about like, oh man, Grand Moff Tarkin, you know, it's awful. Let me shut the fuck up. You guys nope. think it's bad. It's not that bad. All right. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 actually pretty good. You just you're being nitpicky. Um, yeah. Oh wait, the the, the Peter Cushing. Thing. Horrible. Not perfect, but it's not bad. I I mean, it wasn't Leia's face was really bad, but his face, Leia's face, which must be weirder. I saw it before uh, Carrie Fisher died, but if I had seen it after, that must have been like, blah, like, like you're gonna mess with the dead. But uh, (laughs) um, Jesus. But like the Peter Cushing thing, I, I it it bugged me the first time, but I saw it again, and it was less noticeable, but I think it freaked me out more because um, despite like reading movie news all the time, I like was completely unaware of that. So yeah. I think that kind of just shocked me because I knew about Darth Vader, 
Um, I didn't know about the two seconds of Leia or whatever, but like that, that was just like, I was like, wait, what the hell? Like Peter Cushing's that? and most people who I saw it with like freaked out when he was on screen. So they I just think, screamed. <laughs> it was just what like, people, I heard people going like, what the fuck? Like people were just confused. Like it's just more just like, like very surprising, which I'm surprised they apparently it was known. Like there were stories about it, but I, I must've missed them or they never became that big. Um, but it was a little weird. I mean, but they got permission from his family and all that to do it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was it, it was a little odd. And I think I would have liked them to have maybe minimized all that stuff and like yeah, maybe just had odd. maybe yeah, just have like his head in there and like Float just like <laughs> one scene. But even the Darth Vader stuff, I didn't really love either. Vader like, looked he, okay. So oh, maybe I'm being nitpicky, but his helmet looked really big. And yeah, <laughs> his voice sounded kind of quaky. I'm like, James, what's going on, man? Well, like, he he's getting older, but it, I think it's, it's so like sometimes your voice just changes because he did it like what well, Star Wars was uh, 40, forty years, yeah, forty years okay, ago that's, that's this fair. year, and it's so his his voice is going to change. But I think the other thing is the guy who played Darth Vader in the original trilogy, who had the suit on, was not in the new one. They just got a stunt man and. There is. It might sound weird, but like if like if you see like the Jason movies or monster movies, there's a huge difference between certain Friday the Thirteenths based on if Kane Hutter did it or certain other people did it, and it's noticeable. So I think like uh, it was noticeable to me that that guy just didn't have the presence to play Darth Vader, and you really it's like kind of a thing you have or you don't. Yeah, um, and that I guy just didn't have it, and I get like the looseness of the suit and stuff and. You know what they're trying to do with it, but oh, I just well. didn't think he worked. Could I also play devil's advocate though and say maybe the direction is also? No, I know. think I think that movie was saved in the the editing because the direction wasn't amazing. It, Gareth Edwards is great. He he's he's kind of a, uh, a a not a great choice. They they needed a stronger director. The action looked great. I mean, th- there's a couple of like little I don't know. This, the, these are nerdy complaints where. Uh, I thought it was funny that the rebels were running around on the beach, and all of a sudden there's like 17 ATAT walkers, and I'm like, how the where the fuck they come from? Like, <laughs> how they get there so fast? <laughs> yeah, it's like in the Empire, it like you see them in the distance, and it's like, ooh, here they come, but they just if like just instantaneously showed up, and I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, I mean, I, I I thought the midway of the movie was just freaking boring, like, yeah. I got confused, like, wait, why are we going to go kill that guy again? Like, he already built it. What's the point of killing him specifically? But my girl was a good point about how, like, the big plan is her dad put it in the plans to, like, yeah, he can blow up the Death Star with this, this little, like, whatever, uh, exhaust port. Shouldn't there be yeah. some other engineers on this multi-trillion dollar project going, hey, this is kind of weird. Why are we building this right here? It's an exhaust port. Oh, yeah. It doesn't overheat. I mean, I that was... That was a huge, that was a huge retcon to be I mean, like, I mean, are you, are you the, do you know how to engineer a freaking spaceship like that? I know I'm smart enough to not make the same mistake three times over. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> They're like, we should stop like, I don't know, building a secret core power thing. I don't know. Like I, I give the credit some credit to the to the first order because at least this time they put like some metal sheets over the generator which the X wings just blew through and the Force Awakens. 
But I don't know. I like the movie. Yeah. I understand yeah. that Disney's playing it safe. Force Awakens was safe. That was based on New Hope. Rogue One, a New Hope prequel. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't say playing it safe. I mean, it's still... I, I feel it was still pretty risky just doing this weird sort of actual war movie yeah. with characters you're not familiar with exactly. I mean, it killed them off just in case. It, I was yeah. kind of surprised that they would do this one as the first spinoff because it's like the Han Solo one has a lot more interest than Rogue One. I don't like, want a Han Solo. Nah. No, I don't really. I don't think a lot of people. I think a lot of people want it more than they'll admit. Like they'll go see it because it's a name, and I think that'll if it, they do it right with the Lord and Miller and all that. I have some faith in it. I mean, no one thought the Lego Movie was going to be good. <laughs> I want an Admiral yeah. Akbar movie. That's it. Like I, I really <laughs> loved how the Calamarians in this movie, man, they were like hungry for war. Like at the war council, they're like, so should we attack it? Like, ah, we should now, now. <laughs> they were the first ones to show up. Like their ships were ready. Yeah. Up. Oh, my my favorite part was when they were all escaping and like a, a giant star destroyer just just walks right in and just <laughs> blow, just crushes everyone that was trying to go into hyperspace. That was oh cool. yeah. Just like what did I miss? <laughs> I um, there's a funny comic I saw on Tumblr where it had like because that was Vader's Dar- uh, Star Destroyer it shows up and like it had like some guy going Lord Vader they're down on the beach we should we could go down there right now and stop them uh, and then like said like beach 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 and it like kept zooming on Vader's helmet and then it goes back to I hate sand it gets everywhere and then he's like nah we'll stay up here <laughs> that's why uh, Obi Wan stayed in a, a desert planet. <laughs> He'll never think to look there. <laughs> no, I don't want to go. Isn't that weird that like Vader built a clubhouse on Mustafar, like the place where he got like chopped up? He's like, I'm gonna build my house here. Oh, yeah, that, lava pit. Yeah, that yeah. he has like a weird like Masters of the Universe castle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I thought that was a little like I was like, all right, that's cool. I mean, some of this was if you saw the Red Letter Media one where they're like, uh, it's kind of more like I'm glad you did this. But I'm less happy with what I. I think I'm not in love with what I got. I guess yeah. with this movie. Oh, I wanted to see a scene where like it zooms in the computer and you see this Dropbox file transferring with the Darth the Death Star like plans. Come on, do it faster. I did like that it was older Star Warsy technology. Yeah. Uh, with like that, it looked like they took like a Betamax tape <laughs> of the Death Star plans, and like, but a lot of it, I think that movie was trying to be like Guns of Navarone and like old like mission movies, and those are like kind of light on uh, interesting characters. They're more like, isn't this mission interesting? And I, yeah. while I was watching, I was like, I mean, that's cool for. Only me and a bunch of old people, but like for everyone who's young, they're like, "Where's my fun characters?" Like all these people are depressed and <laughs> yeah, you know. cool I didn't know like... much about these characters, but I feel it was a good remake of Magnificent Seven. Yeah, <laughs> wait, I can't believe they remade that twice this year. <laughs> Do it again, Magnificent uh, 2017. I mean, yes, were there seven of them? We don't know. One. Okay, there was girl. <laughs> Girl. Guy, love interest, Chinese uh, guy, Chinese guy's other husband. guy with Chinese guy, robot, robot. Uh, Imperial Lin Manuel. Um, oh yes, yes, the pilot. That's six. And then Forrest Whitaker kind of teased us. You know, save, save the rebellion, save yeah. the dream. Never see that well, in the movie. The thing about Magnificent Seven though was all about 
personality. So I wish they had actually done that. Because <laughs> that, or I guess, you know, if we're going to go way back, Seven Samurai is all about like each, each character has a distinct personality and Rogue One doesn't do that. Or even uh, Suicide Squad fails at that too. It's like kind of funny. <laughs> Because, like, if you watch, like, The Dirty Dozen or something, like, you leave and you could probably tell me who each of those guys are. And in Suicide Squad and in Rogue One, it's more about, well, Suicide Squad's got a lot of other problems. But, like, Rogue One, you kind of, you know the robot and you know the blind Jedi guy, and that's kind of it. Yeah, the K2 was the only one I really cared about when, you know, spoilers, when he died. And uh, the... um, I don't know. Everybody else, like, I felt like uh, the, the Asian guy with the gun, you could have replaced him and actually put Forrest Whitaker or his character in there instead. Because I wanted to see more about him. Like, I was talking to my girlfriend about this yesterday, about how it would have been better if, let's say, uh, Jen was part of, like, some extreme terrorist group because she's being uh, raised by this guy. Then she meets the Rebellion and sees the other side of the coin. And then there's some kind of conflict with that of her, like, well, do I leave my you know, my, my, uh, stepdad or my stepdad, whatever, uh, just whatever. I don't know that there's more they could have done. I feel like yeah. they played it safe because they just wanted, I, I well, the toys are everywhere, everywhere right now. Really? Uh, yes. Is anyone going to buy a toy of freaking whoever these characters are? <laughs> Probably. I mean, I think the problem, that director, he's more about, he's really good with, certain sequences like in his Godzilla like that one sequence is really cool but building up to that sequence is is not it's really it's, the strong suit of the movie and yeah. like he yeah it's like he he and watching Godzilla again was like a really a way worse experience so I think almost as bad as Brian Cranston's Japanese you know. yeah <laughs> I th- but I think Rogue One I'm curious to see it in like a year <laughs> if I even like it as much um, but I liked it more the second time but I don't think it's, I don't know. It wasn't the slam dunk that Force Awakens was. I don't know. Well, at least the final battle was cool. It was. No, it's exactly that, like Godzilla. That was really cool. Yeah. It's like, you're like, wow, that was so cool. And you kind of forget that the first part of the movie you weren't as into. And you're like so high on it. And then like five minutes later, you're like, oh, wait, wait a minute. That that's the director's sure. trademark. The first half is garbage, and the second half is amazing. I mean, so it's it balances a, out to an okay movie. It it, like. it, it works out because you're just you're leaving and you're all jazzed. And if like there was a news crew, they'd be like, "What'd you think?" You go, "Oh man, that sequence it was so cool." And then like a minute later, you're like, "Shit, did I just say that on TV?" Fuck, Dang. I didn't even I did like, like it that. The uh, that hammerhead ship that like rammed the yeah. star that was badass. I'm like, oh, that's that was a, cool. That's very symbolic of what the rebellion is, like making the most of what you got because you don't have much, but you make it count. And then I like the uh, Star Wars Battlefront uh, Darth Vader kill streak where he's fucking everyone <laughs> shit up. Were the I actually liked seeing the the X wing fighters from New Hope. Yeah, know? that was that was cool. I well, didn't know no Porkins, but you know, can't be the, it the, does take place ten like basically ten minutes before a New Hope. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. so it was it's cool justified. To keep the engines running. Isn't B- Biggs was in it too? I think Biggs, but. a red leader. Um, uh, uh, um, God, who else? Wedge, Wedge, I don't think was because that they act- mentioned his name. Well, he, that actor won't come back. Apparently, he wants Captain. nothing to do with Star Wars anymore. Oh, what an asshole! He was the coolest character. He's Ewan McGregor's uncle, and he and <laughs> they they came to apparently they approached him. And we're like, hey, you know, we're like kind of contacting everybody. And he was just like, yeah, you know, I kind of did it and I'm done. And 
Mm. Thanks. And I was like, wow, Wedge. Damn, well, you son. You can't really use him in Rogue One because he's older now. So you have to ask like permission. Well, yeah, to but to, to, use, to use someone's footage, um, it's a whole... I read a bunch of articles about the Peter Cushing thing. And basically, if you as a company own the rights to a performance and a movie, you technically can use it, but most of the time they legally try to clear it with whoever's alive or the estate of the person just to be like, okay, we're cool. Cause they don't want anyone to go off into the press and be like, they use my, di- my dead dad's oh, yeah. footage and I didn't know about it and all this stuff. So they try to like smooth the landing. And I think if wedge doesn't want a part of it, they're probably not going to use him unless they, come up with some agreement but they have talked That's, to Ewan McGregor and he said he's going to come back so he'd be great for a young Obi-Wan Kenobi movie I'd love that they're, they're saying Obi-Wan but... Do, doesn't the fact that uh, 20th Century Fox owns the original movies does, doesn't that um, make things more complicated well, that, there is a thing with that because apparently Gareth Edwards says that Disney is sitting on a 4k restoration of the original Star Wars and <gasps> it wasn't said if it's a special edition one or the original cut but apparently they're sitting on because they do uh, you're right they do own the I thought Lucas one. said no to that I thought you said one of the conditions for the contract is you can't mess with the old movies I thought um well like they didn't, really add, they didn't add anything but he I mean he messed with it so the I guess the condition would be uh I, I've you, heard Lucas. I've heard they want to release like the untampered with ver- or the yeah 4K like the, version of the Star Wars Christmas special or like yay I mean maybe I don't know about that would be. I think they should. They'd make some money, <laughs> but but like apparently they haven't. Gareth Edwards has seen it, and they did 4K restoration. Some footage he used in the movie. So apparently they're into doing that one day. But Disney owns Empire to Revenge of the Sith. They don't own the original. So I, apparently, and 20th Century Fox and Disney don't exactly like each other. They're kind of like China and America. I guess. <laughs> It's the best way. Figure out which one's which. You can do that on your own time. Vote now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all. Disney is also sitting on uh, that Star Wars detours, the parody uh, Star Wars cartoon that they won't won't release for oh, some reason. Yeah. Seth Green. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, that sucks. Like, because anytime someone's like, "What happened to Seth Green?" I always remember like he worked on a show that no one's seen, and they made forty episodes. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Okay, well, I I remember hearing like some theory that since Disney wants to start introducing new a new generation to Star Wars, they don't want to just open with a parody cartoon with jokes that the kids aren't going to understand. And if they open with a parody, then the kids aren't going to take the the actual movie seriously. So I get it, but to me, it's like, but somebody made like forty episodes, like just just. put it somewhere like what are you doing like it's just not making revenue like that's your plan i just you can stick it on that this is news to me i have no idea about this yeah yeah. star wars detours what the seth green wow like i think screen crush did a a story on it and that's how it broke because everyone was i remember they released a trailer a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away and i was like when's that coming out i mean it's it's a little weird that they'd be a because so much of Force Awakens is dependent on seeing all the other movies. Hmm, yeah. So it's not like it's not like any of their movies haven't been you know been standalone kind of thing. So I feel like they could release. I mean, I don't think it'll be very good, but I I feel bad for anyone who worked on it to make 
Like it's one thing if you made six, but forty, like what? Yeah. That's a lot for a show that I guess it was going to be syndicated or something. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of uh, what Disney's sitting on, I read yesterday that the life insurance payout for Carrie Fisher was like fifty million dollars for Disney. So they got, I mean, I Wait, really Carrie, but they got they got a payday for that. I didn't read that. That's crazy. That I mean, mm-hmm. I'm curious because she had finished filming episode eight. Yeah. And, no, episode. Uh, oh, yeah, episode eight, not ep- nine. I heard no, nine. not nine. Apparently, no one knows what her role was going to be, or you know, um, or if she dies in eight, who knows? But I mean, it's going to be really weird. <laughs> I mean, she. I know she has an, a bigger role in eight than she did in seven, but nine. Obviously, they didn't film anything for yet, so I don't know what how that's going to affect it. And they haven't said anything, so I'm sure they're all just like waiting to get back from Christmas break and being like, "Fuck." Yeah, let's do this. Let's figure this out. We got out. their CG double. <laughs> yeah, really, uh, I don't know. I, I I hope they stay away from that. Just write it out of the story. Yeah, they'll figure something out. Yeah. Which I, I'm always I'm curious. Like uh, going back to all the way to uh, Dark Knight. Like I was wondering if they ever had any intention to use Heath Ledger's Joker again in the Nolan verse. Well, apparently they they there's like there was going to be some veiled reference to him in. Uh, Dark Knight Rises because how the whole prisons uh, aren't the prison prisoners released or something. Oh, I don't maybe it was some you know when Gotham becomes like crazy and it's yeah. like I, I forget who remembered that movie was not great but uh, <laughs> uh, like I remember there was some veiled reference to him being around and they would have used him more had he lived but um but supposedly there's a reference that he is doing stuff in Gotham, but I don't I don't remember what it was. Yeah. So Rogue One was half good. I mean half amazing, half terrible, so yeah. I mean, it was it was good enough, I guess. I don't know. Good enough, yeah. yeah. I mean I it was basically getting a uh, a live action what's it called a a Rogue Squadron movie, you know, the video games. Yeah. They just need they need a better <laughs> they need to pick directors like Marvel does, where you pick I, the right one for a property rather than the guy who directed the big movie, which is what they did. So that's 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 the biggest issue. I do want to point out that, uh, and once again, a nerdy nitpick that when when they were hijacking that plane and leaving the rebel base, they're like, you know, what's your call sign? Who are you? Uh, Rogue One. <laughs> and then they fly away. Just for the record, a military base would be like, you ain't fucking going anywhere. <laughs> that, that thing would still be cabled down and they, they would be like, shit, we can't leave. Fuck. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> we lost like, another one to some kids. Get I, back in the holding cell, assholes. I, I wanted, I really wanted them to say like, our, our call sign's Rogue One and go, yeah, it sounds like your call sign is fart ship. See a fart ship. <laughs> Don't be making up call signs yeah. on my life. The guy's like, that's gay. (laughs) That is the worst name ever. Rogue One. (laughs) Look, they had like 10 seconds to come up with something. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, how do you spell that? R-O-U-G? We gotta go. Is that the lady from Sonic? The Bat? Rogue? (laughs) No, no, the one from X-Men. Yeah. Can't wait for Rogue 2. The vaunted Imperial Walkers do have a weakness. Slice open their gut, and you'll bring them to their knees. Be smart. Be victorious. Rebel Strike. Rated teen.
is there any like expanded Star Wars story you'd like to see um, made into a a film? I want to see. Uh, I was listening to some Screen Junkies podcast on the way home, and they're talking about this. And uh, you know, there's the young Han Solo, the young Obi Wan. I think they're sitting on a gold mine if they go back and to like the Knights of the Old Republic kind of stuff, and they do it and they do it right. Like, there's a lot of material you can work with. Introduce brand new characters from a different era. Uh, you know, these massive wars between the Jedi's and the Sith. Like, go for that. I, I'm on board. I want to see yeah. Han Solo fight the Otter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Otter. Explain that, Nolan. Um, I don't really know much, honestly. I was just browsing Tumblr one day, and there was this post that said, okay, the Star Wars um, extended universe is one of the most confusing fucking things ever. And people just listed all of these examples of the extended universe, like how uh, um, Palpatine had, like, multiple clones, and they all got killed off somehow. Or that um, there was this um, um, D2 machine or whatever, or some some droid that was leading an uprising on the second Death Star, but it was stopped, and you didn't know about it because the Rebels destroyed the second Death Star. <laughs> and then there was this really, really detailed, highly... like It's like something Greg Hilderbrand painted. I'm not sure it was him, but it was some artist who uh, painted this realistic-looking otter with like golden... Uh, jewelry on it like it was a king or something and han solo was fist yeah. fighting. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> giant links, li- links to that below but my favorite is the uh lightsaber suit where it's just fucking lightsaber sticking out of this pointy ass knight suit like one two three four like eight lightsabers all in every direction and this guy is ready to fucking fight eight jedis at once general grievous approved but thankfully now Disney has said all the extended universe stuff is no longer canon. Which is probably Which for is, the best but they, <laughs> no. they hint at it, though, in the... In, well, no, no, I guess not really hint at it. Oh, whatever. Hmm, but, um, I, I, but if, if they were going to make another uh, sort of side movie, uh, I want there to be... Uh, what's it called? What's that 64 video game? Um, Rogue Squadron? No, Shadows of the Empire. Oh, Shadows of the Empire. Yes, yeah, Sh- Sh- Shadows of the Empire, I'm surprised they haven't, so they're doing, since they, they could rely more, because that yeah, takes place, sh- what, between Empire and <laughs> Jedi? It takes place uh, during uh, Empire. Correct. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it t- it's during, it starts out with the Hoth battle and ends on, um, I forget how the game that, ends. That, that, I mean, that, if you... that Skyhook uh, battle with the... Um... They're fighting the green dude and the Empire. The rebels are like working to get. No, 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 no. There's like this guy. I forget his name. Um, Super Star Wars fans will know his name. But like Darth Vader, Vader had like a guy who was like a green dude, who was like supposed to be his apprentice, I believe. And he was like trying to gain Vader's like favor and built some skyhook that was gonna betray the Empire. I don't know. It was something weird like that. So like a giant grappling hook in space. <laughs> they call it a skyhook, but it's actually like a giant like X or something. I don't know. I, I just remember flying into it and blowing it up, and and, <laughs> and that was fun. I hate the squid the, level. I mean, if there's somehow a, a giant grappling hook that can like reel in planets and have the planets hit each <laughs> other. I think that would be pretty cool, but I don't think that's possible within the Star Wars universe. Invader Zim levels of malarkey. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, if you play that game now, it doesn't exi- it doesn't hold up at all. Like that was the beginning of 3D movement, where nobody knew how camera controls and 3D movement worked at all. Oh god, it's unplayable today. Those slow ass wampas in the game. They scared yeah. the fuck out of me. I hated those things. 
Yeah, those ice, those yeti things, those things are terrifying and they take like a billion hits to get, be killed. Yep. But you, is that all for Star Wars? Yeah. I, I'm lucky I didn't see the movie and I managed to miss that whole conversation because my power surged. I think he wants me to put the hurt on him. I think he wants you to put the hurt on him. You think he wants me to put the hurt on him? Yes, I do. Regular show. It's anything but. New series premieres Monday, September 6th at 8.15, right after Adventure Time. Oh! Only on Cartoon Network. Oh, Jim, looks like uh, your new video was retweeted by J.G. Quintel. Yeah, it was. That was pretty yeah. cool. I was very surprised by it. Yeah, that video is... J.G. Quintel retweeted it, so... What? That's yeah. why I got so many retweets. That was awesome, dude. Yeah, I was. Oh, I thought. I thought I got pranked. Actually, again, I was like, "Oh man, Zemo again!" And then <laughs> it was. It was actually his Twitter. So you proved yes. of it. Yeah. Uh, now that regular show is ending, like I wish I could somehow. I don't know. Get get Chi Quintel on the podcast. I I wish I knew more about it because I don't know. Like, I don't know. It'd be, it's sad that it's ending because it ends like this month. Like it's gonna end in a yeah. couple, like January fifteenth or something. I was it's like, over. It's I've been marathoning that show. It's it's solid. I mean, I I just watched a ton of them to make that video, but I, I don't know. I am a little sad about it because it's like been I've been with it for so long, and it's always been like this big show for me. So I'm like, oh man, end of an era. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Unlike Adventure Time, where I'm like, can you just go? Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. there's the door. Gigi Quintel never tweeted any of my shit. Sorry. I think uh, Alex Hirsch was hinting at some stuff on his Twitter, saying like his 2017 resolutions are like he had two little joke ones, and the third one said revealing my secret project for 2017. So I guess Whoa. he's got something that works. Oh boy! <laughs> um, but I I actually know there is this thing in the regular show fandom where people hate the show because uh of two in the am pm and feel that he sold out because he won't make the whole show like two in the am pm and i'm like i guess guys i don't really know what your point is <laughs> seems to be more like them pointing out that it was based on this like you know college short where people take drugs but they can't get over that like not every episode would be about them getting high like that but you yeah. couldn't do that on cartoon networks so <laughs> right. it's kind of a dumb but I've, I've like seen there were a couple videos of it there's one my favorite one i found was one that says jg quintel's an asshole and it's this guy <laughs> just talking about how he's a great person and how he's like yeah and you know he just like banned us like we're not friends on facebook after i messaged him like maybe too many times and he didn't respond and you know it's like i just you know i wanted someone for cartoon network to know my ideas never know his ideas he just like rambles and it's like the weird but if you type jg quintel into youtube it's like the fifth video down i think you want to get into the questions you you. is is he still here i'm here and i i don't know anything about star wars so the the conversation kind of like no sorry i've I've, I've seen episode one four and seven and the The, the good ones (laughs) so the beginning of each uh arc I just figured I'd just go in and watch the, the the each part of the trilogies as I go. So, you know, when the next one comes out, I'll watch two, um, five, and uh, eight. You don't, you don't need to see two. Just see yeah, five. I, <laughs> I just saw episode four for the first time um, while I was gone in Wisconsin. Oh, how did you like it? 
Um, I saw this one of the special edition versions, which wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. The way like Red Letter Media was, it made it sound like it was nigh unwatchable. <laughs> but it was just kind of like annoying, like at, the, yeah. at its worst, but not like actually unwatchable. So I might pick up some <laughs> of the Blu-rays. No, that reminds me. Like me, me and my family were watching uh, episode four again, and like my mom was saying, "Wait, how can they get that sort of creature in a movie this old?" And and I had to explain to her what a the special editions and all these things. Were. That's funny. That's cute. <laughs> but even when I was younger, like when I saw like episode six and all those weird dancing creatures in Java's palace, I was like, what the fuck is this? Weird looking. Yeah. But at least, uh, Max Rebo is, he's fine. The, the blue elephant guy. Yeah. He'll get a spinoff. I bet. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I want a squishy toy of Max Rebo. Though. I'm sure they have one at Disney. <laughs> yes, yeah, please. What? Or sex toy. But, uh, let's get into some questions. Oh, I just want to throw right. out. I would have saw uh, episode five, but my friend refused to let me watch it unless it was the VHS copy. And <sighs> it's been watched so often that uh, the snow scenes were impossible to see. It was just white. Like I, just, <laughs> I couldn't see what was going on until I gave Jeez. up. No, that's just the movie normally. Is it? Is it nah, is it? I don't even know. No, it shouldn't Have you be ever played Donkey Kong Country when you go into the snow level? That's what I love like. Donkey Kong Country. No, but like when you go into deep into the snow level, like near the end where it's just like <laughs> just fucking a wall of white. You can't see anything. Yeah. But but all right. Questions. If anybody has any questions, be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find and post your question in the YouTube comments of this podcast. And our first question is by Julian Giddens, question, what is the best game you could never finish? Uh, well, not best game, but like Metal Gear Solid Five. I just haven't finished because it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I was just having a really bad day, so I thought, oh, I'll play Metal Gear Solid Five, And I got stuck in this loop where like I was stuck in like a fail state or that I couldn't get out of. So I had to restart this whole terrible escort mission over again. Oh, no. And needless to say, I probably threw the biggest tantrum I ever threw in my life. Because <laughs> it oh. pissed me off that much. And I just didn't play it for months. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not I think... the best. I, I mean, it, technically, it's one of the best Metal Gear games. Not like tech, on a technicality, but like in the technicals of playing it. But, but um, yeah, I just... <laughs> I just haven't been able to pick it up since. And I, and I hear that Konami deletes save files if they're left sitting long enough. What the fuck? So I might not even be able to play my game. Without Gee whiz. Yeah. That's the, that's the digital age, people. That's, um, that's fuck what, everything. Yeah. I can't, I can't play the Simpsons arcade game at all now. Well, online. Oh. on Xbox Live and stuff. Like I I wish I bought it when it was out. I really want to play it and the only way to do that is either find an arcade machine of it or uh figure out how Main works on a MacBook. But the best game that I never beat it was um it was a Sega Genesis game called Comic Zone where you, where it's a character who gets trapped inside a comic book and like you're given one life to beat the game and that's it like there's no safe states everything you do hurts you like if you punch a wall that hurts you do a special move that hurts you and like i remember reading interviews where the developer said yeah we kind of regret making this game so hard <laughs> so yeah that's a game nobody could ever beat but anyone else got anything um i, I 
I, I played the Shantae game, the one with the where you're a pirate instead of a genie. You are a pirate. I got to the last level, and it's like this endurance thing, and I just can't get past it. Like, I kind of like got frustrated and quit and just never went back to it. Mm-hmm. Besides that, I love the game. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's the only Shantae game I really actually care for. If you want a, your game to get popular, just draw some cartoon girls as the main character, and everyone will be drawing porn of it. Thus, your game will become popular. <laughs> I mean, that's why uh, My Life as a Teenage Robot is a popular show online, because everyone just wants to draw porn of the robot. Uh, Chris, if you remember Chris, he was in California all, all the time. He lives there. He was telling me, like, yeah, all these industry people like Craig McCracken and Rebecca Sugar watch your work. And I'm like, do they? I don't know to believe them. Yeah, I, I, don't I, know. I think it's best to, to doubt that, but not think of too much no 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 i wasn't i would i had a I had that a, would never happen i had an overall point sorry i mean it's just best to like not think it because then you'll like get nervous about saying something or you know it's like i, I nice it, save jim fuck your shit craig mccracken yeah. no except reality pan i was gonna get to the i think i think they know about pan i think it's if they know about mr enter they definitely know about pan. No, I, oh I, they, they <laughs> didn't know about mr enter when i, I asked uh Ian oh yeah Rebecca. that's that's right. They do. Okay. Wait, well, they they knew me. I, I So I've been like working out on an exercise bike and usually I put on Netflix or something and um, you released a new video. So I was like, all right, fine. I've already seen the what it's going to autoplay to the, the, the Christmas one with the really awful animation. The Rhapsody CGT. Street Kids? Yeah, yeah, that. that. So like uh, you had the top five hated thing. And so I knew it was going to play to that. And I just assumed it was going to keep playing into your videos, even though I've seen them. Because I try to exercise at least like you know forty minutes to to an hour, and um, immediately after that one, it starts playing Mister Enter, and I, I felt so betrayed by autoplay. <laughs> <laughs> autoplay oh, is man. usually so good though. Like if you want to watch like a series of videos, autoplay usually like does it really well. Yeah. No. But then, no, like, but then sometimes it'll once the series is done, it'll go to something completely unrelated. Who wants to see a glowing knife? Actually, when I, <laughs> yeah. I, I used to have um, to test like screens and stuff at my job, I'll just put on Sonic playthroughs and I'll just leave them on because they'll just play <laughs> forever and I can like do other stuff. And it, if you leave autoplay on, I eventually like got through like a bunch of Sonic playthroughs. And then somehow and right when people came in, it was like this kid playing with his Sonic plushies and going like, oh, Charles. What should we do today? And I was like, oh my god, thanks a lot, autoplay. Thanks <laughs> was anyone else in that room just like There was like you? like a coworker and he was like, What the hell are you doing? Like he thought it was like because they knew I did just play playthroughs and would keep them on while I'm like fixing something else. And like I wasn't looking and I looked up and I go, This looks bad. Damn it. <laughs> Wait, so you watch Sonic playthroughs? I, I, yeah, I usually have it because I like the music and I'm like, I have to like fix something else and then it's just on in the background. And if I have a movie on, I'll want to like watch it. So Sonic playthroughs, it's like calming and I like the first two games music a lot. So, mm-hmm. so I used to play Sonic in the nineties a lot. So yeah. everyone uh, did. I played, I think, um, I think it was either early two thousands or nineties. Sonic was like one of the first games I ever played, which, you know, set the course for my life of being one of the most autistic people on this podcast. Oh. Most autistic is that we should give that out every year. Oh my gosh. This reminds me. Did anybody see my new let's play on pans? Let's play channel.
Oh, I did see that. I did not. <laughs> Look, I, I I promised my little sister that she can have my Let's Play channel for her for Christmas. That was my present to her. <laughs> what a shitty gift. <laughs> Look, <laughs> it has like 10,000 subscribers. It's a good starting point for her and her potential Let's Play career. I was thinking of just like, what if I start doing Let's Plays again? You know, like, not, not as Emily. Well, Emily... I'm going to take it back from Emily and just do it myself and because, like, you see all these Let's Players getting popular on YouTube and thus they end up on, like, Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and Disney XD and I'm thinking, that should be fucking me. These pe- these normies don't know anything about cartoons, children's cartoons, and it's like, I should be, be doing this Let's Play crap. Wait, hey, so I you want to see you in, like, a Cartoon Network commercial where the kids are like... And they're like, I like Teen Titans Go, and then you're just like, just kind of hunkering over the phone. Raging <laughs> gives me a raging. <laughs> Hands already on a Cartoon Network video. Yeah. YouTube. What? Okay, yeah. Wait, what? But let me just say to the audience listening to this, there's a video on Cartoon Network's YouTube channel, and I'm in it. So <laughs> I challenge some of you to figure out how it's me and which video and where I am. Good luck. That's all you get. That's all the hints you get. It's a Cartoon Network video on their YouTube channel. Honestly, because Pan showed me the screenshot before, and it's like, I, I, have, have, I, I would never find him. It's literally a, a blinking or miss it moment, but it's like the camera frames him, sort of. It Like, it frames him. He's very far off in the background, but the way that the um, shot is, like, set up, it's like it's like you just see, see a glimpse of him, but it's like a spotlight. Like, there he is. There's the worst fucking YouTube reviewer out there. Hang on, let me, uh, I'm screen capping it for you guys. He's not Mr. Enter. How dare you? He's getting there. He's getting there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I just, not to rant about Mr. Enter, but, like, every time I watch his stuff, because I got eight minutes in to his, um, that, that cartoon special thing, and, like, it's just him complaining. Like, it, it's not even good, and I get really frustrated when he's like, well, people who actually know what they're doing, and I'm like, you don't animate, you don't know. All I want for Mr. Enter is to change his goddamn YouTube banner to something. It, 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 it's like, I don't know. It's like a little like a little tag on a shirt that like rubs you the wrong way. And you're like, just rip the tag off or something. I don't know. Should I keep this Enter thing into the podcast? Yeah, why? Sure. I don't care. Who cares? I mean, we diss on everyone else. Let's diss on Enter. Isn't that a final of the podcast? And views to be known. Yeah. I'm so wait, sick. Wait, can, can we pause for a second? Okay, so where does where does the enter hate come from? Because he follows me on YouTube, and that was the first time I ever heard of him. And I watched his channel, and I and his videos. I'm like, I'm like, this is poorly edited. Uh, but then he recently stepped his game up because somebody's editing for him now. But I do want to know where does the uh, the the I guess not, I want to call it hate, but just. I don't like him because he's like always he takes things too seriously. Like he's like, that wasn't funny. That wasn't funny at all. Jeez. You know? He it's does like this epi- he makes like fifty videos where it's like, oh, SpongeBob just isn't funny anymore. Or is, isn't he I haven't seen a lot of him, but isn't he kind of one of those people who he's not really critiquing, he's just nitpicking to death. Yeah, yeah that's it. And like yeah, that's not that's hard to explain. Sometimes I'll watch something with someone. I go, "You're just picking a million things. You're not really critiquing something." Like, you know. Like, like, I think I think it's best if everybody should just watch my Rhapsody Kids video, which came out first, and then watch his and see which is the better one. I was literally about to say that because there is a huge contrast where like 
Pan gives off the history of the film. He, um, he, he talk, you know, you, you talk, he, he, like you're not in here. But yeah, you give the history, you give a plot summary, you hit all the major points, and then like really big moments are like, what the fuck, really? And then, you, you know, you end it off. Like you make a narrative out of your review, and there's actually like, you know, a start, middle, and end to your video. Versus like Mr. Enter and a lot of other internet reviewers where it's just like they're literally going through the entire movie and they're just like they find something and they just nitpick the smallest things that don't matter. And they never really actually like do a, re- a review as the thing as a whole. And it, it, it'd be great if it's like actually like, you know, making fun of it or like riffing it if it was funny. But like Mr. Enter, all he does is complain about the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. He's I mean, uh he's an interesting fellow that guy. I, I've I've like looked at his channel and and kind of googled him a bit just to see what he's about because like I, I guess so so Pan uh, I am a big fan of you and I love your content. You're a big inspiration for my channel. And uh, yes, I'm great. Uh, no, really, your penis is it's huge, like enormous. Yes, actually, I have and. No, 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 please. Well, no, I, know, no, I, know, please. I know it's not cut, but it's all right. Shut up. No, but seriously, like, uh, I talk to Paleo a lot. Just when we about YouTube stuff, and we bring you up a lot about, you know, here's someone who does a good job with editing and, and keeping the quality up. Uh, for Mr. Enter, I'm like, dude, do something with your title cards. Do something with your, your banner. Clean yourself up, man. <laughs> here's a dollar. Go. Go, <laughs> <laughs> go clean go. yourself up, you scrub. Yeah. <laughs> oh no no Mr. Trainer, you can't uh, wash my windshield. It's already clean. Please don't. <laughs> Get away from oh, you're smudging them. Oh god. However, he Make did step up his game with um, the most recent reviews. He yeah. now has a animated avatar talking to the screen. Emphasis. A- a- what do you mean animated? It's uh, like why animated. He he has like twelve drawings and he interplaces them to set the mood of what his character is saying. So it's a slideshow. Kind of, and then occasionally he'll do like a weird like camera movement or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, so I am the superior video reviewer. Me, wow. yeah, Pan, Pan. You know, um, um, Hot Diggity Demon. Yeah, we thought he was voted best show on the internet, but as it turns out, I, j- I just got the letter. You're the best show on the internet. Pizza Party Podcast is the best show on the internet. It's all because of you. Pat. Let's go back to praising me. No, anyway. no, no, no. Let's talk about this other guy that uh, you know has really good I've production met, values. I've met Max before. Like, get this. So you like the story. So uh, I was a big time brony back in the day. And Motherfucker. I know. I'm a piece of shit. I know. And uh, I uh, was working on a documentary for uh, called the Brony Chronicles. Uh, I hate myself. And um, we, we, but get this. So there was another documentary going on at the same time. We announced ours because Pale and I worked on it. And then, like, a week later, there was the official Burry documentary, the one that's on Netflix. And I was like, those motherfuckers, like, they're copying us. So there was this long standing, like, rivalry between us. And I went to a convention in California, uh, a pony one. And while there, they were, had, they rented the movie theater out to showcase the Burry documentary, mm-hmm. which was already getting a lot of critique so far. Max was there, and this is back when Max was somewhat still involved with the pony stuff, with doing his like dot mob stuff, and uh, and these the people who made this documentary, it was a shitty job, it was a shitty documentary. There is very questionable ways of doing it, where like they're making people pay for it despite the like Kickstarter donations, which were like way above their stretch goals. And uh, at the end of the screening, he stood up and he started just fucking like just destroying these guys with questions about how like corrupt they are. 
And I'm like, good on Max. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's just telling them how, like, he's like, why do you guys need to do this to begin with? Like, there's nothing special about Bronies. And I was like, God, I, right, I, I don't know. It was, it was beautiful. I, Is I do this it. the same documentary, the one where um, Lauren Foss was in it and there was animation sequences? Or is this a different one? It's the one where Lauren Foss looks like she's about to cry on screen because she's, like, they're bringing back all these old memories about how, like, her show got ripped from her hands. Um, it's it's the one with John Delancey and how because uh, there's like one major one that, and I'm thinking is that the one where they interview like three guys like I think Living Tombstone yeah yeah that's the one uh, oh that's the, that's the one I saw yeah uh, oh, oh Bernie's were a thing uh, good stuff that's how I got I into it I, I did the pony stuff for a while and then I uh, I thought okay well this is a no pun intended beating a dead horse so. I remember the good old days of ponies. Yeah, yeah. you were a pony person, weren't you? Shh. Yeah, you piece of shit. I knew it. <laughs> um, it was a simpler time back then. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Me and my friend yeah. were watching pony documentaries, and we were just laughing at everybody in them. I was in one, and I was really fat during it. I was I was super fat. Oh no! Can we find a clip yeah, of you? I'll show you. I think it's on Netflix. I remember because they came down to Georgia, and, um, and I was walking around a toy aisle, and I was like trying to explain like the sociology of Bernies. Well, they put oh, B movies on Netflix. Wonderful. Did you, um, did, you were, did you have a beer too, and you had like uh, glasses? No, no I I uh, this is back to my Alola form. Because uh, I, I shed some weight and I grew a beard, so I, I look, in my opinion, much better now. By the way, did you send me a flash stick with some stuff on it? Who? Nolan. What did I do? No, okay, it must not have been you. In my PO box, I got, because you did the Rocket Power review, right? Yeah. I watched that, and it was you and your buddies in the parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got, a, I got a, a letter in my PO box with, like, a flash stick. And it, there were like all these files <clears> up <throat> into this one video, and it was your video, but someone like YouTube pooped it, and I was like, I'm like, why did no one send me? <laughs> what someone sent a fucking YouTube poop to you via what? USB? <laughs> That's so weird. What, what the, the hell? <laughs> I'll upload it later. Wow. What the fuck is happening? That's was, dedication. Your footage was all YouTube pooped and everything. It was really. I was like. Cause I'm like, I'm like, does no one have a crush on me? I don't know. I mean, I think you're hot, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> Thank you, Nolan. Drama bomb. No, I was um, I was like, I was, it, the best part is somebody made a fucking YouTube poop in my video and they didn't fucking send it to me. <laughs> they sent it to me. What I'm, the fuck? On, on a flash drive, <laughs> that's the weirdest part. I don't get <laughs> like why. It's equivalent of a mixtape. It came yeah. with, and there was a bag of Mexican candy that came with it. Uh that I had. It was candy. It was pretty good. But <laughs> you ate was candy it? from a stranger. Yeah. You oh, shit. What, what are you, five? It was wrapped up. It was, it was enticing. Maybe it wasn't oh the best God. idea in hindsight, but still, um, I'm, I'm alive. It's been about two weeks. I'm, I'm okay. All right. So yeah. here's, here's a picture of me. Um, let me see if I can screen cap this. Yeah. I was a bit of a, a chub chub during these days. Mm. Netflix is being slow. You say that like chub chub is a bad thing. It's not. It, it, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, but I, I definitely like the way I look now. Hold on. No, that's good. I mean, 
it's good to be body positive for sure. Yeah, whatever makes you happy. But you know, I'm just saying, you know, if you ever chubby again, just hit me up, fam. I will send you. I'll send you a PO box uh, YouTube poop. Yeah, I'll please do. <laughs> oh, so a student of mine. Okay, so um, I was t- teaching one of my classes, and a student's like, "Hey, hey," because I, I occasionally show clips of TV shows as like either a icebreaker at the beginning of a class or something. And uh, a student was like, hey, hey, here's a video. Look up this one. And I'm like, all right, cool. It's a Kingdom Hearts video. And we wa- I watched like about 30 seconds of it, and it's clearly a YouTube poop. And I'm like, did you just, did you just link me to a YouTube poop? Like, <laughs> and he goes, no. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure this is a YouTube poop. I mean, like, you know, it's this thing you know, where like half the language, you know, like it's Sora like speaking a sentence based off like five different clips intermingled into each other. And um, and then like randomly Hogan's hero is placed into it, and uh, and I'm just like no, this is a YouTube movie. He goes no, it's not. You know how I know? I made it. And I'm like, first of all, you just linked me to your own YouTube poop. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it like it like gets worse. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And so like he get, he gets really angry with me. It's not a YouTube poop. There's no profanity. It's not a YouTube poop. And, and I'm just like, what's what's wrong? And it's like it, it's a YouTube poop. If it's it's if it's a like, you know, the definition of a YouTube poop is literally just taking a bunch of YouTube videos and editing them together into just one new product. And I and he got really angry with me. He 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 was a little bit autistic and he, he hated um, the word poop. Like he wasn't a fan of that particular word because it was a dirty word. And so like he while well, he couldn't get past that. So no matter what. And I was like, well, here, I'm gonna since this is an educational setting, I'm going to play a PBS documentary on or not really documentary, but like an idea channel video about YouTube poops. And he just like put on his headphones and turned around and he didn't watch it. Wow. <laughs> but and I like I took ten minutes of my classroom to educate people on YouTube poops through a PBS sponsored video and he didn't pay attention. Wow. Do I keep this in the in the podcast? I don't care. <laughs> Is there anything anybody wants me to cut out? Uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm cool. Jim, you didn't say anything. <laughs> Jim, I'm just, shut up. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> what's, the next, what's the next question? Okay, well, oh. so, okay. Nothing to cut out then? Okay, let me see. I do know, however, that some of my students are people that watch your channel. Yay. And, and <laughs> it's really awkward. <laughs> Frostcore says, question... Are you going to invite Saber Sparks as a guest on this podcast? Because he said he'd definitely do it. I'm a slut, man. I'm going to spread my legs as wide as I possibly can. Oh, you go. Here I come. Choo choo. Scott Grant, question What's the worst cartoon conspiracy theory you've ever heard? I got one for you. Angelica theory. (laughs) That's the first. I got one for you. My girlfriend was telling me about this one, and she actually believes it that the parents. Of Anna and Elsa are also the parents of Tarzan, and apparently some folks who work like in Frozen were like, "Yeah, it's true." And I'm like, "That's fucking bullshit." There's different time zones—not time zones, but you know, eras. They're different uh, character designs. Yeah, too. I doesn't make sense. I don't. That's well, a redesign. Well, and also Tarzan's parents are English. Like Anna and Elsa come from a different a part of Europe, or or it's a made-up country, but it's supposed to be like. Scandinavia and stuff, so that's not even geographically correct. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Cartoon Hangover 
did a video about this saying it was confirmed. It's the stupid. Oh, it is? Well, I don't care if they confirmed well, it. But, but it, it, it's, it's that bullshit confirmed where like the director's like, yes, of course Tarzan's their brother. And then oh. this. Uh, also, by the way, the penguins from Surf's Up also is, exist in this universe. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And, and, and Anna and Elsa's universe? Well, well this it, is a director just being like, yeah, sure, it's whatever you want it Which to be. Like, means <laughs> that the wrestler penguins also exist in the same universe? Right. Huh. The, 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 oh my god, the John Cena oh man, Surf's Up 2 Wave yeah. Mania starring John Cena and the rest of the Wrestlemania cast, yes! Has that come out yet? That's coming out in like a couple of months. Can't wait, oh, man. Can't wait. Fucking ready. Um, no, I, I think the worst cartoon conspiracy is like uh, for the show Over the Garden Wall. Like I never, I've never seen it, but like uh, there's all these theories about how it was all a dream and like everything's just a, uh, you know, just a representation of like the the three s- sins of Dante's Inferno or whatever. Like that's the most cliche thing ever. Like it was all a dream. Like who would do that? Who would honestly write a story where it's all a dream in Over the Garden Wall? That's stupid. Glad I'm like I haven't seen the show, but I'm glad they would never do that. I'm sure they would never do that. Wait, have you not seen Over the Garden Wall? Yeah, I thought you reviewed it. Fuck you, Izzy. You're all it. <laughs> you all can't tell he's being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was gonna say because like I just actually uh, introduced someone to it yesterday, so like uh, I'm kind of yeah. like I just rewatched the whole thing. Well, yeah, but Yo. now I got spoiled on it. So fuck. Thanks. Oh well. Oh. It's not. It doesn't really change too much. Yeah. No. I mean, like, it really, honestly, you can figure it out within the first episode or two. Yeah. I didn't. I did. I called it. I was oh, like, "Yeah, shit, we're not all geniuses like you." Well, it's just basic common sense, son. Well, how's that common sense? Huh? I mean, I've seen the village. I've... Okay. First of all, I think it's closer to say Wizard of the Oz. Wizard of the Oz? No, I know. I, I, I like. I, I was like, moment. Like, let's just let's let pass that because I really butchered that title. No, but I, I actually, I, I agree with what Izzy said because that's actually kind of because you're not sure in Wizard of Oz like if Dorothy like made it up or if it's a dream. But like, since there are like a lot of Oz books, like it is like she did go off and go to Oz and stuff. And it has this, like, mystery, like, what happened. And I feel like in Over the Garden Wall, there's this mystery of, like, was it, like, a weird dimension? Was it purgatory? Was it, you know, like, because Wirt and Greg have the same, you can't have the same dream as someone else unless you're, like, inceptioning or something. Yeah. So I I always looked at it as, like, it's something, but you don't know what it is, but that kind of makes it more mysterious. Like, it's something we don't understand. It's really interesting if you consider the fact that if it is a dream, then Greg had a dream within the dream. Oh yes, you're right. I've For done that God before. Damn. I've done that. It's weird. Uh, I, I one time was dreaming and I went to sleep in my dream, but nothing happened, and that like made me wake up because my in my dream I go wait I'm sleeping. How can I dream while dreaming? And well, you can't. According to you know Inception, which I'm going to use as evidence of dreaming, <laughs> you can. They do do. <laughs> <laughs> they do have dreams within dreams. If you remember, they're in the one dream that looks like a Michael Mann movie, and then they dream about another thing that looks like a Michael Mann movie, and then they dream they're in the snow place, and it just keeps going, and time moves slower <laughs> each one or something. That's a whole Chris Nolan thing, isn't it? Yeah. Because that was in Interstellar, too. I just realized that. Mm. Man, that guy sucks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
to quote a famous transsexual, um, don't dream it, be it. Ah, that's a good one. Um, that is good. Yeah. I, would, I, I don't know what that, that is. That's Rocky Horror. Yeah. Oh. So, Maybe any other horrible conspiracies? Um, just oh, there this... are so many. Um, there was one time uh, the YouTuber Mr. Creepypasta read a Frozen theory where Anna had like a brain hemorrhage or something. And she, like, okay. she like imagined it all. Mm. Like, she imagined everything that happened in the movie, including her parents dying. It isn't a theory, but I really like Squidward's suicide because it's one of the edgiest things ever, and I love it. <laughs> it. It started, I I don't know if it started it, but I think it started the hyper-realistic thing. Where they say hyper-realistic blood in this cartoon. Yeah, yeah, where because that somehow makes it creepier. I guess it would work like mixed media. Like, that's something Courage the Cowardly Dog could be described as. Yeah, like, the only time I've ever seen them use mixed media to their advantage, though, in Creepypasta is, like, the Ed and Eddie Lost episode one where... It's like Double D, like, is in claymation. He's walking around his room. And that's hmm. it. That was, what, like, the what, only time that Creepypasta was actually kind of clever. And then the rest of it was like, oh, Ralph is fisting his cow in the shed. Wouldn't... Bad boys! <laughs> Wait, wouldn't Gumball be mixed media? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I just realized that. Sorry. I mean, they're good Creepypastas if you look, but, like, they're really hard to come by because there's so much garbage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I think the first one I was aware of was the the whole, I think Lavender Town one about like, ooh, these kids listen to this tone and all, and everyone else was, and these kids killed themselves. I heard this one where it was about this show where the more people watched it, the more I don't know, the the more people suffered from it or something. I don't know. Wait, is that stuff? That's that's like straight out of Halloween three. <laughs> no, like you know, the more you... people were tuning in, the more suffering in the world there is or something i'm not sure yeah like you did you ever see halloween three? Oh yeah the, that stupid annoying thing that keeps saying five more days till it's halloween Halloween, and then if the kids wear this mask from a certain store then they're like their face melts and turns into bugs if they watch this show that they had to watch that they were heavily promoting which was like mm-hmm. halloween three is an interesting experiment that i don't like at all um, but, it's not but, but that's where I'll, what oh uh, I, I wanted to I played a board game yesterday called last Friday and it's essentially Friday the 13th like the board game but I guess they couldn't get the license for it mm-hmm. and it, it's a really good board game that I recommend anyone to check out but like it was just really weird that like it's it's just Friday the 13th but they couldn't get the license so it's instead of Jason it's the maniac and the camp uh, is completely different names and such, but it's a camp with a lake and a killer with a machete. Really? Uh, I mean, yeah. Friday the 13th is so easy to rip off because it itself is a rip off. So it's like, it's that whole genre is like, I'm sure they're like, oh, this is no problem at all. We'll just change it to this thing. And, you know, because all you need is somebody with a mask and a knife, you know? This reminds me of like uh, one of the earliest creepypastas I heard was. I think like someone was telling me about this Australian movie or something where there's a scene where the audio frequency goes so high that it shatters the the windows of anybody who's watching it. Anything glass related will be shattered. So did you watch it? <laughs> uh, like someone told me over like it was this guy I met on Omegle and like for some reason I decided to give him my uh my uh Skype name and we were like he just kept messaging me on Skype just to just to chat with me some guy in college. 
And I don't know, he was telling me about this stuff, and I was like, is that true? And I kept looking it up, and no, I could not find any source to that. He was the only source I had to that. Wow. So I've never seen that guy again, so who knows? That might that might not be. I mean, there's always the, you know, the, the big movie favorite. And I had to explain to someone at the party the whole Stanley Kubrick moon thing. Which you know, oh, I yeah. think we've talked about on here. Before. The moon landing, yeah, we talked yeah, about it. Yeah, <laughs> but like, like that, that one seems that's that's always going to be my favorite. But that's not a cartoon one. I guess the I I feel like there's got to be some Disney ones or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I um I was watching the that shiny song from Moana because they finally uploaded <laughs> it to YouTube, and I saw that, and I'm sure it's been pointed out a thousand times already. But I saw the genie's lamp was on top of the giant crab. Monster, the, the giant enemy crab. No, no. Uh, when when Maui's like, it's Maui time, and in the gold pile, you can see the genie's lamps. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're in the same universe, like Moana and Latin share the same extent, uh, extended or expanded universe, or whatever. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, genie was in that lamp for a long ass time. <laughs> no, oh, but someone I... came up with another theory about the genie lamp. Like, uh, apparently, like when genie was released, uh, he made a reference to some era of some some era in history and people were saying he can't he couldn't have been in that lamp for that long because otherwise he'd be asleep during that time of that era so oh. aladdin must take place in the future yeah in the post-apocalyptic heard, world actually that's a that's a good theory i actually like that theory that, that that's how, post-apocalyptic agrabah like that's how robin williams can make all those like uh pop culture references because um <laughs> because genie lived through like all that and then was in the lamp and then you know, like there's a post-apocalypse thing, and then you know society rebuilt, and then the genie was awoken. I think that's a cool idea. That kind of it kind of makes sense, even though you know it's giving continuity to something very silly. But I mean, yeah. it could work because like Mo- I was thinking, I was comparing like uh, Maui to a genie a little bit because he said he said like a, a pop culture reference briefly. He said when you get a bird and you ri- write a message with it, it's it's called tweeting. It's like yeah, I hate it. I hated that bullshit. And also, this is kind of like genie. So, what if they are in the future? This is Waterworld. That was such a dad joke that, like, <laughs> when I saw it, like, I heard some parents laugh, and I was like, God damn, that's the joke they're gonna repeat at Thanksgiving. Like, they made a tweeting joke, but it's it's a bird, you see. And they're like, Uncle Steve, stop and go. No, but Moana, it's really good. I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta say, child. So yeah. So Aladdin, Moana, and Waterworld all take place in the same universe. <laughs> yes, yes. Waterworld. Actually, that's funny because they Atlantis. did this. In, in Moana, they have a water Mad Max sequence, and that's pretty much what Waterworld is. That was yeah. pretty great. But that's what I just want, like someone to remake Waterworld and make it good. I, I don't think that should ever happen. Well, we don't have to worry with, with global warming. We're going to live it, guys. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to drink my own pee like Kevin Costner. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's, there could be so much to, to these spinoffs like Lava World. Um, or Lava Girl. Jelly, Jelly World. Yeah. Well, you could do a Waterworld TV show because nobody remembered the Westworld was based on a movie. So you, oh, yeah. you'd be fine. <laughs> Oh, that'd be cool. I re- that reminds me, like, uh, they were going to make a 2012 TV series based on that movie 2012, and it was going to be called 2013. What? That was in production. How? And, okay, what can it be? How the world's well, over? At, at the end of 2012, uh, everyone was on these arcs, these ships, so it was oh, like, God, life right. on the ark. What wacky adventures will these guys have on this arc? Mass suicide. 
No, my favorite mm-hmm. my favorite thing about the 2012 movie is how there's a subplot about a girl wetting the bed, and then at the end she's like, "I don't do that anymore." And I was just like, <laughs> "She did it. She completed." Her oh yeah, I'm invested in this. I'm oh, glad. Oh, no. <laughs> One of the conflicts for 2012 was that uh, uh, what was the actor's name? Uh, fuck, whatever. But uh, apparently, he the main guy was divorced and. He, his ex-wife married someone else and in this movie they got together but there is that problem where she's still married to this other guy so the way they solve this is have the other guy get killed off and they can be together again it makes sense yes Uh. oh or how about i think the god whatever the podcast was before double toasted they're doing a review on 2012 and there's that scene where, like, the, the boat closed the door and all the people outside are screaming, like, let us in. <laughs> and they're like, it's unethical for us not to let them and open the door. And the door comes slamming down and, like, destroys, like, a thousand people in the process. That <laughs> should have happened, yes. <laughs> I love it. I know it actually happened in the movie. It came crashing down and just <clears throat> mushed a bunch of people. And like, okay, now let them in. Oh, fuck. Wait, that did... That did happen in the movie? Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, they're like, let, like let the people in, and the door comes, like, swinging oh, down, and just boosh on these people who are waiting. Whoops. <laughs> that movie's yeah. a mess. I thought that movie was going to be, uh, who was the director again? Roland Emmerich. Roland Emmerich's final film. I thought that was going to be his final disaster film, but no. No, independent. He made he, a bigger he, he disaster. <laughs> <Yes>. Stay resurgent. <laughs> his next disaster was Stonewall. Oh, that was... Re- I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a pretty big one. But, man, yeah. all his movies are either actual disaster movies or just disasters on an artistic <laughs> and fundamental level. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite things about um, going back to 2012 super quick, because I just remember this moment. I remembered it was hilarious. Um, it's like the arc. They're, they're the two bratty, like, spoiled kids and their fat father who was, yeah. like, rich. And the father, like, as a a last-ditch emotional effort, throws his son onto the arc, and then the bridge pulls apart, and he fucking dies. I was like, bye. (laughs) What was the topic? I don't give a shit. We don't ever stay on topic. uh, Disney, uh, not Disney, uh, cartoon. uh, Moana takes place in the same world as Waterworld. (laughs) And I guess 2012 now. 2012, Moana, uh, Wind Waker. Monster Trucks. Monster trucks. The monster is in the truck. <laughs> oh boy, it's I think by the next podcast will monster trucks be out? Uh yeah, yeah, right? Uh-oh. I'm, I I can't build, I can't wait till we all watch it and we're, and when we finally watch it we're all going to realize wow, this movie is fucking boring. I feel like I feel like when people see it they're going to be like, "Wow, Jim, you're a fucking jerk to make this movie into <laughs> such a joke." And then you'll finally not be the favorite anymore. Yes. <laughs> it's all part of the master plan. I, I mean, I just I, I don't know. I'm just so excited cuz I think it's so ridiculous and now it's like People, I'll bring it up to people who don't really, uh, who I'm friends with, who don't like listen to the podcast, and they're starting to get a whiff of. They're like, "So what's with you and monster trucks?" And they're like very confused by it. And I'm like, "How can you not think this movie's amazing?" A seven year old came up with it. It's a movie about monsters in trucks. And by the way, the thing I've never discussed really is that there's already a thing called monster trucks, which is a pre existing brand, which they decided not to use. It's just like, <laughs> oh my god! I'm just, yeah. I'm excited because it just looks like ridiculously stupid. It's like, and I know it's gonna bomb because it's Twitter has 500 followers. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, holy shit. What? Oh my God, yeah, like, peop- you all, everyone in the comments, like, give a pity follow to uh, Monster Trucks, the official Twitter. Well, say, say like, Pizza Party sent me here after you yeah. follow them. Because we would, like, I would really like some, look, time's running out, and if they want it FedEx to me, all the Monster Trucks swag they have, I would be very appreciated. If they want to take us to the midnight ah. premiere in Hollywood for Monster Trucks, that'd be great. Yeah, no, take, we'll all show up to the premiere, the whole Pizza Party podcast. We'll go. If Monster <laughs> Trucks, the if Monster Trucks doesn't, we'll do the, we'll do the red carpet. Yeah. I mean, we'll, as long as we'll I get to, I want to meet Creech, you know. Yes, we'll be there to see Creech get his uh, handprint on the uh, Walk of Fame. I mean, what? <laughs> What what's gonna be really bad is what if what if like this movie becomes an unexpected hit and then a monster hit <laughs> they'll they'll forget about us like we'll mean nothing to them it'll be in an article like how did monster trucks become so big and they'll be like well there's this thing called the pizza party podcast first meme of 2017 <laughs> no they'll they'll be successful and they'll forget about us here's I the mean plan. I, here's the what's plan. The, all right what? everyone that listens to this who got to this far. If you have a Twitter, tweet at them. You follow them. You tweet at them. You you link the podcast. Yeah. And then it becomes a huge hit. And they're yes. like, all right, we're making a sequel. And then well, they, they probably won't put us actually in the film. But they will probably have a character watching YouTube. And the YouTube video will be Pan's channel. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I mean, Jim, I see that you're following the uh, their account. Yeah, I, I think you, you tweet and favorite their stuff. And then, <laughs> Oh yeah, I retweet, I retweet them all the time. If I one, like this, this autistic guy really loves them. <laughs> I retweeted their thing today. What was it? Um, Happy New Year. It says, "Wishing <laughs> you a new year full of happiness and friendly creatures." My, and, my favorite, my favorite thing is they say "Merry Creechmas." Yeah. Oh yes, they did say that. <laughs> but like every time they put out a gif, I'm always like, "Oh, retweeting that." Pan follows them also. I mean, yes. yeah. Everyone you follow th- them, please. Do you think uh, the people at uh, um, Monsters Inc., Monsters Truck Incorporated, are like, guys, Pam Pizza follows us? <laughs> well, they're only they're only following one person who is not me. Sadly, it's a uh, fo- they- a social media team. Hootsuite, uh, who's failing at their job right now? <laughs> Damn, Hootsuite, get get it together. Look at that. Creech loves oil. It looks like he's sucking on a dick. I love it. Oh, you know what we got to do is like spread the word through Tumblr. Like we got to make up something saying like Creech is a a, a gay monster and wants <laughs> to be with another boy monster. But like the government is trying to have these things mate. So yeah. it needs to. <laughs> something like that. Off the last of the Creech creatures. And yes. I mean, Creech I want to get a noble sacrifice. And no, no, no. Men. Let's turn Creech into a Harambe like figure. You know, Creech was oh, no. like a kid and they shot Creech. <laughs> Oh no, that's, that's how the movie ends. They shoot Creech. <laughs> oh no. I mean, I imagine Creech doesn't talk the whole movie. This is how I imagine Monster Trucks. Is it's basically everything we see in the trailer, but at the end, Creech gets out of the Monster Truck and his alien spaceship comes down, and Creech suddenly has a thick English accent and goes, <laughs> Oh my word, I'm sorry. We had such great times, you and I, but now I must go back to my, chan- my planet of Monster Truckania. I will see you there. And then he just goes off. And that's the whole thing. 
By the way, we're colonizing your entire planet. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it goes, we saw you elected this Donald Trump. We feel it is now time that we can take over. Bernie, Tr- Bernie Sanders will be driving a monster trucks into the inauguration. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, this ties a, into I'm... last week's podcast. It's a podcast extended universe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, by the way, I didn't mention it, but whoever made that monster trucks uh, speech <laughs> video, that was epic. <laughs> with with me as Bill Pullman, that was, I was like, oh my God. L- links to that below. But I mean, you know, I, th- I think basically what monster trucks will probably be a huge bomb that no one will remember and will probably be best remembered as a dumb joke on this podcast. <laughs> but... I, I, I love this because right now post on Twitter where it just says design your own monster truck. And that's it. Like, there's no link. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, open yeah. up Microsoft Paint and draw a truck I, I, I sh- piece of shit. I should, I should print that out and then, like, <laughs> color it and then post, post it. <laughs> you know what? I should color it and put, like, a Nazi symbol in the door. Oh, fuck no, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> what, it, maybe, it's like, maybe it's an alt right kids movie, you know. Don't, <laughs> don't cut our ties with monster trucks. This is our only chance at fame. Oh, sorry. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they love everyone and and not are down with Nazis. Oh man. <laughs> oh no. What if it turns out like there's a whole Tumblr post saying like, yeah, monster truck supports uh, Nazis in the alt right. Don't watch this movie. Hey, look. It's like monster. No, 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 no. No, listen, the uh, Creech, t- he takes control of, of Hitler's old car and drives it around. <laughs> I, I'm curious what Hitler's okay. car would look like. How, how about this for a movie? They they do a crossover with Monster Trucks and Herbie the Love Bug. Oh, no. Well, Herbie's not doing anything. Yeah, yeah neither, I mean, neither is Lindsay Lohan. I just want to see like a reimagining of the Herbie movies where like he gets gutted. <laughs> and then the creature goes inside and then uh, does a romantic um, adventure with some girl. That's some sort of car gore fetish, a, a vore fetish. If you, that's what it is. Yeah. What if what if uh, D- Disney Pixar's uh, cars meets with monster trucks? That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I, I bet they were hoping this would be the, their version of cars Are where you... the merchandise sells better than the movie yeah, itself. That's exactly what they yeah. want. It probably, I bet you it will, because I think they made money off the Speed Racer merchandise. It's just Plus, the also, Jim bought, like, half of the, the merchandise. Yeah. Already. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've bought a lot of Monster Truck stuff. It's it's ridiculous, you know. Somebody who messages who works at Toys R Us, they told us, like, yeah, we have these Monster Truck toys here. They've been here all month, and nobody's bought them. Really? Well, if you <laughs> want to send them to me... <laughs> I mean, it looks like they just got some random truck toys and they just slapped on the Monster Trucks brand. Oh, what uh, if? Oh, what if that's actually how this movie happened? They're like, we have all these trucks. What do we do with it? And he goes, what if we put <laughs> monsters inside them, but also make a movie and have merchandise for the movie be in January? And they're like, oh my God, Steve, that's the greatest idea. And he goes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My son came up with it. No, uh, it's rated PG for uh, action, peril, brief, scary images, and some rude humor. Oh, no. I'm looking forward to the inevitable, like, straight-to-video sequel with WWE crossover. Fuck yes! Yes, this is just getting better and better. Monster (laughs) Trucks Wrestling. (laughs) With Fred Flintstone. Oh, my God. I hope whoever announces the Oscar nominations goes, like, and the Best Picture nominees are Moonlight, Manchester by the Sea, and Monster Trucks? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. 
Everyone's I like, mean, La La Land got no nominations because Monster oh. Truck took them all. Best supporting Damn. actor, Creech. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the Jim Awards where, like, you just go through and, you know, best picture or whatever, and every single one is just Monster Trucks. I want to see Jim driving the monster truck. Someone needs to draw Jim just like. I mean, what? But the funniest thing is, is I don't have a driver's license, so that's. that's (laughs) That makes it better. Yeah, yeah. Well, but to be fair, Creech is the one behind the wheel. Oh, thank you, thank you, Izzy. That's true. That's true. Creech, take the wheel. Creech is like Jesus when you're driving home drunk. You just let him take the wheel and hope you get home. (laughs) Oh fuck! Why are we upside down, Creech? You fucking idiot! (laughs) Creech has been hitting the bottle. Creech, what are you doing? Creech turns around. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> we're drunk. crashes into like a... Uh, <laughs> the like fucking park. The, the Twin Peaks mall. <laughs> I love that every, like, every, every minute podcast is like 20 minutes of monster drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone should make a graph like how, how much we talk about monsters. I'm like that. I'm surprised I've kept this joke going for so long. <laughs> Wow. Someone's gonna compile every single moment we talk about. It. It's gonna be like a, a a whole podcast on its own, like three hours of monster trucks discussions. The actual film. <laughs> Whenever yeah, Jim brings up uh, monster trucks, it speeds up. Oh. <laughs> every time we talk about monster trucks, a monster truck gets its wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's today's the first. Okay, so we got. 12 days until Monster Trucks comes Why aren't out. you guys sponsored by them for Crush? I Monster. wish. We might I as know. well be if we're just I mean, I'm surprised they haven't asked us. Like, we just keep Here's a Subway up. gift card. Keep talking about us. I they mean, blew I'm... all their anima- their uh, advertising budget on that one dinky little sign that they had outside that uh, place that sold trees. Like, the one Jim took a photo of. Oh, yeah, the, the Christmas tree, at, which is funny is after I took that photo, I like the next day it was gone. And I was like, I don't think my Tumblr post took that sign down. But I, it's funny that like they could only get a, I feel like what happened is they can only pay them for one day on a Monday at a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, I'll link to it below. But but for their advertising, there's just like this crappy little what do you what, what's that material? Nylon sign. Yeah, it was it was a nylon sign <laughs> yeah, attached attached to like a tent they had there. And it's not a permanent store; it's a Christmas tree thing. So it's like a temp a, a really crappy sign at a temporary seasonal store. I was like, all right, monster tracks. All right. Mm-hmm. I actually saw a bus ad today, and I missed. I, it went by too fast. I couldn't take a photo oh, of it. Damn. Yeah, but I guess they just blew their budget, and that's all we have for advertising. Pro- okay. Probably. They could have saved some money, and then just sent Jim free merchandise. I mean, and... they should. Why are they selling it? It seems stupid. No one's gonna buy it except me. They don't want to lose their one potential customer, which is you. Yeah, I mean, what are they doing? I mean, they, they, I mean, that one company, uh, DreamWorks, sponsored me to talk about that one app. Like, why has it? Why haven't they? Why the app? Because that app seemed really poor. The check. They haven't given me the check yet. So yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's really great. When's like, my check coming in, you fuckers? Why not? Why not? Like, just fucking advertise the the show that's on Netflix. Because I know Netflix, the app itself, or like the website or whatever, like it 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 pens out that show. Like no matter what show I watch, it's always like, so you should try out this uh this uh, troll hunter show. 
I'm like, I just watched a TV show about sex. Like, this has nothing remotely <laughs> close to to this child-friendly TV show. What the fuck? I mean, like, we don't get any more movie tie-in games as much as we used to. Like, there's no Avengers, the video game, or Fast and Furious, the video game now. Everything's just like a, a dinky little app as promotion since it's cheaper and it's free and it gets promotion out faster. So I guess that's why they want this app. They make more money. Fast and Furious apps make like a ton of money, actually, usually. There is an app for that? Uh, there was for six. I don't know about seven, though. One more question. Okay. How about Toon Trooper? When was the first time any of you watched porn? Just curious. Oh, here we go. What? This is like a hauls back to the when Saber and I were on the POS podcast. We had a whole one on forest porn. Forest porn, yeah. Forest porn? Uh, it's a long story. Um, oh, it was basically like anytime all, all these 13 year olds have memories of finding porn in a forest. And we were talking about like who leaves the porn there. And I think uh, there was like someone I talked to once said when they got to be 18, they were going to buy porn, look at it. And then they were, when they were done with it, leave it in the woods for future 13 year olds. And I was like, like, like who, who that person is. who's like, I'm going to go buy some porn and drop it off. In the forest for for young boys, <laughs> for young men. Just... No, leave, drop it off as a VHS. Like they have to work for it. Like they got to figure out how to play a VHS <laughs> in 2017. We gotta go to the Goodwill, Mom. Now. <laughs> well, it, it has, you got to get a step further. It has to be like a blank VHS with like a, a like scotch tape put onto it with like a permanent marker. Wrote best porn ever. God, I would, I would assume that was like a snuff film or a something shady. Like, I would not open up a... I'm sorry. The, the mystery of just, like, what's in this blank VHS. And, like, I always assume the worst. Like, it's a freaking snuff film. No, they, they pop it in. It's just an advertisement for Monster Truck. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my God. I, we got to do that. We got to, like, do that. Throw it somewhere and just see who finds it and if they upload it ever. To be fair, I, I like to think that uh, Monster Truck is the best porn ever. For it Jim. is. No, oh, I don't want to. They'll kick me out of the theater. Don't say that. Fuck. I mean, all those tentacles. I mean, what can a person do? I'm sure. I'm sure there's probably now that there's probably going to be porn of that. I tried looking it up. I, there's none. None yet. I just. There's actually. It's... I can't find Monster Truck T-shirts. I keep trying to search for merchandise. Can't find. Them. <laughs> I I remember <laughs> reading a. A text post saying uh, Transformers are the furries of cars. What? It, it's true. I guess I can, I can kind of see that. Speaking of that, uh, for the first, okay, so I watched this one video a long time ago. I think this was the first one I watched of like some porn online. And I don't know, it was some girl talking into the camera and she says, uh, come on, you fat get and i was like whoa there slow it down lady like you can't say that kind of language here it's like i was insulted you know like i understand this is like humiliation fetish and stuff but it's like hey lady have some respect you know you can't be saying humiliation these things. fetish shut up anyway anyone else <laughs> anyone's about the porn stuff i remember like when i was i guess experimenting and growing up when i was a young kid finding like channel 96 which was like the fuzzy stuff where like the porn stuff was kind of coming through and i was like whoa i think i saw a boob for a second and i was super <laughs> excited about that but it was still fuzzed out like you yep. could barely read anything i remember yeah. one time i found like 
Dragon Ball Z porn when I went on the computer when I was a kid. Oh. And I was like, whoa, this is blah, look at Goku and Chi Chi. And I was like, I wanna <laughs> I wanna save this. So I'm like, why not? And I made it the desktop background. And I'm like, couldn't change it what? back and I was freaking out. I'm You're like, no. Fucked. No. <laughs> I spent like the next like 30 minutes just frantically trying to trace back my steps. Like, I was actually, like, almost, like, con- uh, considering, like, why I just destroy the computer? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But no, uh, I was able to, to, to get rid of it. I, I learned a lot about the computer that day. That's dedication. <laughs> um, oh, it's a sink or swim situation. I'm scared. Oh, oh, shut up. <laughs> the early days of internet, I think the first bit of porn I ever saw was Flintstones porn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. With like, uh, <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my God. Because I saw, like, uh, what's the what's the neighbor lady named? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, Betty. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, Betty sucking Barney off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. They, they switched off. Like, Barney was with Betty. Shit. Wilma was with Barney, I guess. I don't know. Double cucking. And there were the one with, like, Daphne and Shaggy. And there's, like, this really shitty gif of them fucking... But, like, they stretch out Shaggy's neck, so he's got, like, an extendo net or neck. It's, it's fantastic. Oh, God, the classic I love, days of porn on, I love on the internet with cartoons. I remember seeing one of Jasmine getting fucked by her tiger, and I'm like, what is this? Okay, okay, I got I got a porn. I got a porn thing. Hmm. So, um, back when I got dial-up thing, um, my, my friend Jake would, like, uh, just surf the internet. When I like I I'm I'm not a person that can stay up very late like I get tired naturally so he would just be like on my computer because he didn't have a computer at home and he would just look up a bunch of stuff and it's like usually he played like Newgrounds games and such He'd be like so Jake what'd you do last night I was a drug dealer beat some hoes things like that <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, eventually we stumble upon this uh, porn of uh, it's Spanish live action Smurf porn. Nice. What the fuck? And, no, it, it it was hilarious. It first starts off with just a boy Smurf and Smurfette, and then another Smurf pops in, so it becomes a threesome. Then Papa Smurf pops in, and Papa Smurf basically like shoves the other two out of the way, and then just starts <laughs> doing stuff to Smurfette <laughs> until Gargamel shows up. Keep on, everyone's oh, no. the same size now. No. And the, the 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 thing that cracked me up the most was the Smurfs were running away, and, like, to speed up them getting off camera, they just jump cut a couple of times, or, like, they're, they're like, really close, and they're really far away, and it's, like, you know, not a camera change, just a jump cut. <laughs> I couldn't stop uh-huh. laughing at it. And then Gargamel does. Uh, but the, the thing about this porn was that the paint they used was not waterproof. <laughs> so, oh, no. so progressively... Smurfette oh. became more and more white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's fantastic. There was one of, uh, there was some Tarzan porn I found that was just horribly drawn. And it had uh, just these disproportionate bodies. But the best part was when Jane's dad decided to fuck her. But he couldn't get it up. So he took a stick and he taped it around his dick. And <laughs> that's how they fucked. That was hilarious to me. Oh, Why? Crap, so is that all for porn? <laughs> um, I didn't get a chance to say anything. Yes, Please, right, let's, Dan. Let's hear it. Okay, I don't really remember the first time I saw porn, so I'm just going to tell um, uh, the time my porn was ever exposed. So, um, well, not necessarily porn per se, but something fetishy, so I guess that counts. But I was drawing um, an ice scribble, which is basically a... Uh, drawing um board where m- multiple people can come in and draw on it 
and then like you can erase it, go on the same board, and draw again later. But the thing about iScribble is it loads up the previous thing like in real time, like a sped up version of what you drew. So all the previous stuff that you drew is like loaded up as like a quick little video, and then it goes to the like point where you um where it shows um the draw where the drawing is now. So I was um drawing with my friend Aaron and he asked me to draw bondage stuff and I was like, okay, why not? And I did. And um I drew it and then uh we erased the board, haha good times. And at the same time I was part of a uh, symbi- save symbionic Titan Facebook group because Titan was cancelled at the time. So everybody was real beat up about that, and we were growing a community, and we were drawing together. So I was, uh, I asked my friend Tanja if she would like to draw with me, and she was like, sure. The ages at the time were 16 me and 15 her. So um, we go onto the I scribble board, and I forgot that I drew bondage. And uh, so the, the thing loaded up. And she just, she didn't even, like, seem surprised or, like, disturbed or anything. She just said, so bondage, huh? And Aww. the thing about, no, the, the, the funny thing in hindsight is um, I was raised very, in, a, in terms of, like, porn and all, like, manner of adult things, I was raised in a huge bubble. Like, mm-hmm. um, side tangent, I saw this YouTube pooper Naruto um this guy um it was like in the first episode the guy the getting he fights in the first episode but instead of like showing him beating it up it was a censored like screen and then like after it shows the blood colored white (laughs) to show that naruto like cummed in his mouth and i was watching this with a friend and i was like haha he got rabies from naruto (laughs) and my friend was like nolan that's not rabies and i like insisted that it was and (laughs) But back on topic, um, <laughs> I was drawing like um, like mummification stuff, which is just like people getting wrapped up, and of course, you know, all know me. And uh, I didn't really know that was a fetish or something sexual at, t- at the time, so I was like, "It's not bondage." And so the, this fifteen-year-old girl had to explain to me what bondage was and what fetishes were. And to this day, it's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever experienced in my life. Okay, there just was... to quote, just to quote Nolan, um, a fifteen-year-old girl had to explain to Nolan what bondages and uh, all fetishes were. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Can't hold your hand. Now I remember uh, <laughs> also. Um, you know, when I was a kid, like, going through the internet, of course, and I see these pop-ups, you mean, like, come over to our website, and they'd spell it C-U-M, and I was like, wow, these idiots can't even spell come right. Wow, what a typo, idiots. And uh, then I learned what the word come meant. <laughs> oh, and this reminds me, like, I was watching some classic cartoons, and I, like, on Cartoon Network, like, uh, from the 20s and stuff, and there were, they had a character drinking from, like, a, a bottle with XXX on it, so I asked my mom, Mom, what does XXX oh, mean? God. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Where did you learn that? Where did you learn that? Basically, that's what happened. Because <laughs> I had to explain to her, no, it's, I was watching this cartoon and they had a drink where it has XXX on it. <laughs> I remember Whoops. asking my mom what the word slut meant, because, like, I was like, Mom, what's a slut? And he, she's like, why did you learn that word? And I'm like, I don't know. Oh. 
<laughs> I have two what stories is... similar to that. Um, first one, real quick. Um, I thought I came up with the word skank. <laughs> and so while we were playing a game of tag, I called on my sister and her friend to skanks. Well done. And they were like, do you know what that means? And I was like, I came up with it. <laughs> they had to explain to me that I did not, in fact, come up with the word skank. <laughs> and then the other time. I have a trademark. <laughs> yeah, I have a trademark in everything. Um, and then the other time, I was watching a Jib Jab video. If anybody remembers Jib Jab, it was yeah, a bunch of yeah. animations that were geared toward politics. And my dad is a huge political dude, and he'll talk endlessly about how he thinks Fox News is the best, most reliable news channel, and how Bush was a good president, etc. But um, so he showed me Jib Jab, and I remember there was a lyric where John Kerry or whatever his name was, the, the, the Democratic nominee in 2008, nobody gave a shit about. So um, there, the lyric was, sometimes a brain can and then pause come in quite handy. Like, because they were saying George Bush didn't have a brain. Haha, <laughs> funny. But I thought they meant brain can. Like, like, I thought, like, in my head, brain can was, like, a thing where you put a brain in. But I didn't know for sure. So I asked my parents, and they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I was like, the jib jab video, and then I showed them, and they were like, Nolan, you fucking idiot, you stupid <laughs> abortion of a human being. Whoa. These were actual words my parents said to me, by the way. This what is not perfectly. That was that sounds like a really bad birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it was really bad. Um, George Bush came to it, and he and he um, tried to read me a book, and then they talked about the Twin Towers. It was a bad time. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's all good. So, is this the end of the podcast? I think. It I is. feel like we've all been on quite a journey. This podcast. We've been on, <laughs> yeah. It's two and a half hours long. Jeez. We've been on a monster truck and journey. Yeah. Shut up! I'm so sick of. Literally, when if, when we all see monster trucks and we all agree it's shit, we never speak of it again. Yes, <laughs> this is like a war story. Would it be funny if Nolan likes it the most? <laughs> if that happens, I will literally kill myself. <laughs> Must have been a good movie. He's dead. <laughs> he has nothing to live for after monster trucks. <laughs> His life has peaked. <laughs> Now it's plateauing out. So, I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? Oh, I was Jim. I was Nolan. I guess this is the order now. <laughs> oh, I said I'm and I am the guest, Saber. Yes. And what's your next video, Saber? Next video um, is going to be the What Ruined Saturday Morning yeah. Cartoon. Fucking tired of seeing all these What Ruined Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon in the description, so thank you. <laughs> Take that, you son of a... Thanks for nothing, Saber. Goodbye, every pony. Fuck everyone. Play us out, Emily and Stephanie. The bass, the rock, the mic, the trouble. I like my coffee black just like my metal. The bass, the rock, the mic, the trouble. I like my coffee black just like my metal. I can't wait for you to knock me off in a minute, minute. In a fucking minute. minute! I can't wait for you to knock me off in a minute, minute, in a in fucking a second. second! I can't wait for you to shut me up and make me hit like badass! I can't wait for you to shut me up! Shut it up! up.